Thanks for listening to another episode of SNTR Presents. If you want to support this podcast directly, you can go to anchor.fm slash SNTR Presents to support it with a paid membership. You can do the same thing on my main channel at SNTRlive.com where all the videos get posted. As always, enjoy the episode. Hey, thanks for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. And in this episode, we're talking about a lot of different things. There will be timestamps in the description below if you didn't catch my live stream. If you're listening to the audio version of this or watching it when I'm not live, we do live streams Monday through Friday over here at SNTR Presents. You can go to SNTRPresents.com or hit subscribe and the bell button here on the YouTube channel so you can be here for the streams. We do Q&A throughout the stream. And we kind of bounce between all the different subjects. So if you see the lead topic or lead thumbnail, just know there's other things happening than just that. Like today, Destiny 2 Halo crossover. That's the big story right now. I usually don't give a lot of credence to rumors and leaks. This one is getting a little bit more traction as it does come from what seems like it might be a reliable source after that we are going to be talking about well not really after that but during the stream we'll also be talking about the valve steam deck announced yesterday multiple different price points and a launch date later this year maybe hoping to take advantage of holiday game sales and other things going on in the gaming world We'll be breaking down that announcement as well as the details. We've already covered Netflix gaming, uh, I think it was like a couple of weeks ago. That's over on the SNTR Shorts channel as an upload. Uh, it'd be, be hard-pressed to find it <laughs> in a past broadcast, but more information coming about uh, out about Netflix leaning in to gaming, and so we'll be covering that as well. And obviously the focus topic is live Q&A and discussion. That's kind of the show now. We don't lean so heavily on one subject because it was really hard for me to drive about a two hour you know portion of the show and only talk about one subject so if you're here really the conversation is driven by you whether you're a member or non a non-paying member that doesn't matter the q a is there for people to submit those questions they can kind of determine what we end up focusing on but this is still a very highly interactive stream whether or not you have a little badge next to your name we are excited to see all those red badges we've been over here for one year on youtube so thank you for all that faithful and loyal support if you want to take part in the q a you do need to be a paying member you can hit the join button or use the join command in chat that also gives you increased access to our discord members you can submit questions the night before or rate as soon as the stream starts now i know some people wait until i do my short little videos on the various subjects you might not know enough to ask a question that's totally fine we're trying to do those a little bit earlier in the show during the the sort of opening conversation it's kind of like morning coffee we welcome everybody in we're having different conversations and having a good time so that's what's on the docket for today in case you missed it yesterday let me give you a little rundown of what we did now we did bring back shorts to the channel I I missed doing them and it didn't make sense to not do them uh, to kind of let you know what is coming the next day now I know some people you know didn't like the cheesy thumbnails or whatever just see when you see those uploads in the evening they're not even a minute they're usually like 58 59 seconds that's your tee up for the next day 
if you're wanting to ask questions, if you're wanting to know, hey, am I even going to be interested in what the topic is tomorrow or the various topics, it's one minute long. And last night I said, look, there's this Destiny rumor, there's Valve Steam, there's Netflix Gaming, we'll be there tomorrow. I also announced what we're going to be doing with gameplay today, so hold on to your hats if you missed that announcement. So when you see those short videos in the evening, get in there, leave a comment, and I'll usually respond back. I'm usually very quick. I just pull out my phone. I reply back to you guys saying, hey, thanks. Looking forward to seeing you and all of that. And if you've got questions and things, I do try to answer them like, hey, you know, what game are we playing or whatever? Maybe I'll forget to mention what game we're playing. So use those shorts as kind of your evening arrow pointer billboard for the next day. And then you can use the comment section on those videos if you have any questions about the topics or what we're doing. Now, yesterday, we played Cyberpunk again, and uh, I'm going to continue to work my way through that game, but I'm not going to hold back in my criticism. We kind of got into a bit of a debate at the end about the pacing. I'm still in the tutorial now, close to five hours in the game. Oh, no, I'm sorry. At the very end, I got out of the tutorial. It took me four or five hours to get through sort of the prologue. So the next time we play Cyberpunk, I'll get to experience what is supposed to be when the game starts to open up and get better. Even fans of that game were kind of agreeing with me. They're like, yeah, the pacing is a little weird. The story elements are a little hit or miss. I love the character design and the design of the city, and driving controls aren't that great, but that's probably one of the better times in the game. It just kind of looks cool to drive around. But we were doing the detective work with the BDs, and then the dialogue is really all over the place. Some of the voice actors are good. Some of the voice actors are just awful. And then the the actual cues for audio don't land right, so we're all kind of sitting around waiting for somebody to say their line. It's like we're rehearsing or something, and someone doesn't know their next line. We just sort of sit there. So a little awkward on the the, the story delivery as well as just the pacing. So we're going to continue to chisel away at Cyberpunk, Death Stranding, and Ghosts of Tsushima here on this channel when we don't feel like there are big enough games or new enough games to check out, especially with Death Stranding, the director's cut, and uh, Ghost of Tsushima's director's cut coming later this year. We want to make sure that we give those games ample time, and I continue to be told, yeah, I need to give Cyberpunk a fair shake. Uh, I didn't realize that it's on me to expect a game to be not so great for the first four hours. Like, apparently that means I I don't enjoy story games, which is a huge eye roll. Uh, I I don't think a game should take four hours to really start to ramp up and get good. That's not on me to to enjoy enjoy a story game. That's not my responsibility to have patience for your slow pacing and your your drab dialogue. Uh, And over there you can see Battlefield Crossplay New Details. We discussed that as well as other topics yesterday. We talked about uh, there was a Call of Duty cheat that got shut down by Activision. And then we also talked about Halo Infinite getting the marking system. Now, you'll notice we're going back to the Arrow thumbnail. I even went back and updated all of these thumbnails. Cyberpunk best-selling for June. Halo Infinite is this make or break. You know, Call of Duty cheat videos got banned. I love that thumbnail, and the more I thought about it, the more I decided that, listen, changing the format of the show was the best decision we could make. I have thoroughly enjoyed this week, even though the numbers haven't been there because whenever you take a break, that's just kind of something that happens. But 
I, the instinct to change the show was right. The instinct to change the thumbnail was wrong because we like it. We love that that thumbnail. It's ours. It's our branding. It's it's what we look like. And if you go to any of our other channels, everything looks the same. So I was talking with Creature last night. I was like, you know what? Let's just get back to basics. And you can see today, Destiny crossover with Halo. That's the lead on the thumb and the title because we think, you know, that's probably the strongest topic. But we'll also be discussing Netflix gaming as well uh, as the the other topic, which just left my brain. The Valve Steam Deck. <laughs> it's too new to be in my brain. Just announced yesterday. Now, if, if you like live streams, thanks for being here. Hit like, hit subscribe. If you like pain, I've got some good news for you. From Friday is a new thing we're going to be doing on Fridays, unless obviously there's a really big game launch. I will be playing a From Software game on Friday in anticipation of Elden Ring. I obviously need to get a little bit better at these games and go the distance. Now, unfortunately, I did not have time to get my save file from my gaming rig. I don't think I'm going to have time to do that this morning or this afternoon. So we're going to have to start over in Dark Souls 3. I got five and a half hours in and got to the tree boss. We're going to have to earn our way back there. Now, we did play Dark Souls the other day on the Xbox Series X to show off FPS boost, but that game did not look that great on the Xbox. It's a lower resolution, not the greatest performance. So I would like to go the distance with Dark Souls 3. It's kind of fitting that as we launch from Friday, I sort of start over fresh with a brand new playthrough. So if you're here on Fridays in the afternoon, you can enjoy my pain. This is basically our afternoon gaming session, and that is not going to be me bouncing around between all the different titles. I would like to try to get pretty far in these games, maybe before tapping out. We've got Demon Souls Remake on PS5 that I was actually enjoying, and then Dark Souls 3, we got to the tree boss. And then I didn't go back because it just kind of... We did have a glitch that one day and that kind of soured the experience. I lost all my souls uh, to a glitch because we couldn't get back. The floor didn't drop or something with the tree. So you have that to look forward to now every single Friday. And if you like gameplay and if you like short videos, do not forget about our other projects. SNTR Gaming is over there and actually has been doing very well. I got I went over and played Arcadegeddon, Radio Visera, and Space Punks is in early accents. Space Punks actually kind of surprised us, and those videos are doing very well, even though I'm only streaming for 45 minutes to an hour. It's just a quick sample. Now, we might start changing how we go over there. We might start doing stuff here and recording it and uploading it over there we'll let you know if we decide to do that it'll still be designed around giving you quick samples of new games or as you can see right here proteus is a game that was requested by sven if you go up high enough in membership tier you can request one game a month so we'll be checking that out over there and tonight i will be playing plague tale i don't know if you can see it i may have left it private yes i left the i left the stream private I'll be playing Plague Tale Innocence tonight with drinks and killing Hugo. It should be hilarious. We do that over on SNTR Gaming. Hilly has uh, family in town and is not able to play with me tonight. So if you like those evening goofy streams where we drink and we laugh and we have fun with Hilly, make sure you're subscribed 
to SNTR Gaming. If you or people you know prefer shorter uploads with just a nice flow of gaming news, have them check out SNTR Shorts, or you yourself can go over and sub to SNTR Shorts. This channel is honestly fantastic. I'm very proud of this project. I basically don't do much for it other than record the videos with you guys and then Creature makes sure all those videos get uploaded. These are the segments from the show. So Call of Duty learns from Destiny, Bloodborne, the Hunter's Edition rumor, and then Cyberpunk being a bestseller. We threw all those videos over there and they're doing great. Every single time we do a segment, it hits the SNTR shorts. So it's just a really, really nice constant flow, almost encyclopedic uh, setup here of gaming news. So be sure to support that channel as well. If you can't always be here for the live streams, that's like the Cliff's Notes. You can obviously watch the past broadcasts here if you don't catch the live stream. So, full day. If you've got questions, get them submitted now about these various topics. You can obviously wait for me to do my short little videos. There are a variety of ways to support the stream. I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt from 80s Tees. It's really, really nice. It's a little loose-fitting, though. Like, I've lost some weight, and so some mediums don't fit me quite right. So, you can use the shirt command. It'll take you to the Star Wars collection. You can use code LONO for 30% off anything over there. We're continuing to get down to the final orders of the Rageless Roast, uh, Light Roast from the first batch. I'm writing a handwritten note to anybody who orders coffee from that final batch. We're down to like the last 50 or 60 bags. So, coffee command or send your friends to ragelessroast.com so that they can order that from that first batch. Uh, Membership is really really great way to support the stream we continue to ask people to consider clicking join or use the join command most of you in chat are members so i always say that and most of you already are thanks for all the red badges that we've been seeing in chat it's great to see the longevity and the journey that we've been on especially with other projects and things now that we're launching and we've got some great sponsors that i'll be able to announce very very soon you guys are going to like it we're even going to change a little bit of the setup in the stream uh, so we can we can we can let you guys see some of this stuff. It's going to be really really good. I'm very very pumped. So get the likes up. All right, get the first hundred likes. If we already have a hundred likes, go for two hundred. I'll be live on the mic in just a second. This is pre-recorded. All right. Good morning to you, and I'll see you in just a second. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You guys are here, and you're great, and it's early. It's right as the stream is starting. And man, oh man, do we have a lot to discuss today. We have so much to discuss in the way of gaming news with the the, the rumors surrounding Destiny as well as the rumors surrounding the Netflix gaming now becoming more of a reality. And then uh, this Steam Deck, this Valve Steam Deck coming out of nowhere. More red badges in chat. Thank you, Don Cruz, Talorn, and Kill You for having one year of membership with me. Kill You with a $5 tip during the intro. Yolono loving all the new content. SNTR only gets better. Should have time off work soon to tune into the best live stream on YouTube. you the best. Thank you very much. Noberto with a red badge in chat as well as Jay Young Live, Oscar and Cataclysmic, and anybody else we may. Uh, anybody else 
that we may have missed, man. Thank you guys so much for that support. What's good, Feed? I see you in the chat. We are hoping to get, you know, gifted memberships very, very soon as a feature so some of y'all can join the ranks. Train has a red badge as well. If you've bought Valve Tech before, you won't get burned on this new portable. I, You know, I got to tell you, I, I, I'm interested. I, I think I want one. Uh, I think I want one. <laughs> I I don't I don't do a lot of mobile gaming, but I think it just looks cool, you know. I think it just looks cool. Uh, I was looking for the old logo. Yeah, we switched. We switched to the hair and the glasses a while ago to rebrand the thing. Uh, Ratchet already getting questions in. Ratchet with the first two questions of the day already. Liz renewing her membership and getting the pink hair, looking good. Thank you so much. Liz, for renewing your membership, welcome back to the Rageless. Is it one year on the gaming channel soon, too? Oh, I actually don't know. I don't know when we started doing that. I can't remember. I'd have to go back and look. Because um, SNTR Gaming hasn't been around uh, nearly as long, I don't think. Sort by oldest video. No, six months ago, we went over and played phoenix rising it was december the 16th it looks like is the first time we went over there and streamed december the 16th so this december we'll be able to celebrate one year with the gaming channel uh really excited to go over there tonight and play plague tale on the ps5 uh and have some fun with you guys that should be hilarious hilarious more questions coming in from bauer socks thank you bauer for submitting a question I know nothing about Steam Deck. Will it run full desktop games like Fallen Order or only lighter games? Yes, it will run actual games. Like, it's not just going to run, like, little dinky, like, indie titles. I think they even show it playing. I think I've seen a screenshot of it playing Fallen Order. Uh, It's going to be, like, an actual legitimate portable gaming device. Great to be watching again. Hope things are going great. Thank you, Braden. I appreciate that. Welcome back. Uh, I think repeat came first. Yeah, repeat came first. Um, we are uh, we're gonna be using repeat theater the channel for something else. It'll no longer be about that. Uh, it just that project was such a great idea. Yeah, repeat theater was ten months ago. I started with Captain America uh, movie review and Q and A and all of that, and that one. Um, it's a it's a shame it's a shame that format we did that August thirty first so August thirty first was will be would be one year uh, for repeat repeat was such a good idea repeat just didn't there was just no way that it was going to get off the ground it needed staff it needed ta- it needed multiple people to do different shows and segments you know so get ready Hugo drunk Lono is hunting you down that is right that is right we'll be doing that today so make sure you guys are supporting all the various channels uh, gaming as well as uh, SNTR shorts now gaming might change a little bit uh, in the coming weeks we're still thinking through what we want to do over there I have thoroughly enjoyed going over there and doing little indie titles and little little games you've maybe not heard of we're thinking that we might just record those and then upload those and then use that for for one-off little live streams like we do with Hilly uh, and other things like that. That might free me up to do the the personal channel that I'd like to do. Um, 
we, we would we would like to do that and uh, we'll, we will we will see we will see uh, if that if that frees me up with a slot in the afternoon to go over uh, and do that so I got Plague Tale installing right now uh, on the PS5 uh, so that'll be ready to go for tonight and uh, yeah we should have a we should have a lot of questions today I like seeing a variety of questions right now toaster with a question coming in thank you for your question we've got questions about the steam deck the destiny halo crossover uh, and it's so it's good uh, it's good to see the variety of questions um, I'm not sure why toaster's question isn't getting a response just yet did somebody in Oh, I think somebody, Toaster, I think Torchwood submitted a question in the Discord, and so you didn't get a response. So make sure and resubmit. I know that's a pain. Uh, I know that's a pain. Whenever you're going to submit a question, you might want to make a habit of, um, make a habit of copying it before sending it, because Nightbot can only take one question at a time, and people are submitting questions in both places. Uh... There we go. Toaster knows what he's... Toaster knows what they're doing. There it is. That one got through. Perfect. Um, Netflix is going to have a streaming platform. Well, I mean, we don't even know. They haven't really said... um, And don't forget, guys, this afternoon is the first day for the segment called From Friday. From Friday, we'll be playing Dark Souls 3. Uh, Make sure you're here for that. I'm sure it'll be painful and frustrating... Uh, and everyone loves that. What's up, buddy? And, uh, nothing. That's the best way to start your day. Nothing's up, man. Just enjoying the summer. Uh, (laughs) and enjoying my side of the bed since I get up before everybody else. Uh, yo, what's good, Dan? Good morning. Actually got your notification this morning. Nice. Good, good, good. I see the two reds competing. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I see Netflix getting into gaming. I see Netflix getting into gaming, like, with games uh, that they could, like, offer. (laughs) That, uh, you know, let's say you boot up your television, and then you go and you you can play a game or something. Um, I just don't know if there's any legs there. It would make more sense for them to get into, like, streaming games, right? What are you playing uh, with Hilly tonight? Tonight, I will be playing Plague Tale Innocence on PS5 and drinking and killing Hugo as hilariously as I can. Hilly has family in town, so we're making a slight adjustment. So it'll still be over on gaming. Make sure you're subscribed over there, and it'll still be hilarious. So that will be tonight. Will you be cursing during From Fridays? No, I will not. I think some of the enjoyment people get is from me getting so frustrated and not being able to swear. (laughs) So thank you for the $2 Insomniac for the $2 tip through Super Chat. And uh, make sure you're here this afternoon while you you can watch me attempt to not swear. Uh, That should be pretty, pretty good. (laughs) So... Would you and Hilly do a legendary Halo campaign whilst drinking? I don't know. People want us to do that. I don't know how entertaining that would be. I I don't think a lot of those Halo campaigns have aged all that well, unless you're super nostalgic. And not only that, I it, it's we we need something that can be fun and and hilarious and goofy. Like when we were playing Human Fall Flat last week, it, I was crying laughing. It was very very entertaining. Um. Plague Tale is still one of the funniest streams of all time. Yeah, that one was pretty good. And I saw what you said. Yeah, Kill You, you've been watching me for 
for six years. He's, he's, he is one of the few people that was commenting on YouTube before I was even doing live streams. It's good to know that there's that many, there's people like that still around after all this time. Got my reg badge today. Huge promo at work yesterday. Wonderful week. That's good to hear, Train. Things are coming up, you know. Things are coming up. Train, you know. I'm telling you, Cursed Halo. Maybe Barrier. I I don't know. You have to understand, I don't have a lot of love for those old Halo games. So, like, there's no... I don't have really a connection to them. Like, I'm excited about Halo Infinite, and I'm going to play it, and we're going to do a lot with it. But any news on the Dark Roast? Uh, Dark Roast is scheduled to be here like first week of August and then the Light Roast re-up is supposed to be shipping any to any day now. This week it's supposed to literally get roasted and shipped and we're trying to get clarity on that. It was supposed to be Monday or Tuesday. So we have, you know, 50 or 60 bags left of the Light Roast. Thankfully I took a trip and we haven't been pushing it too hard but I am putting a handwritten note with any orders of the remaining first batch just to kind of celebrate the first batch and say thank you to everybody who ordered from the first batch of the light roast we got more on the way uh it sold incredibly well and we're anxious to have the dark roast and then uh we're gonna start getting ready to pull the trigger on the um on the christmas roast so on the merry frickmas roast so early August, he said, Ray just roast me. That's right. That's right. Got my third bag of coffee out for delivery today. Stuff's so good. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. We, we try to turn over pretty quickly. We were supposed to print labels last night, but I think there was only like two orders in there. We, uh, we usually print them every night or every other night, depending on how many are there. Kale Ali says, I'm hyped for Steam Deck. Going to sell my GTX 1060 gaming PC and get a, stream- and get a Steam Deck. Are you able to hook this thing up to a television? Like, is that going to be a thing? Like, that's the thing I'm curious about. That's what I would like to do, is have Steam games in my in my, in my my living room. Like, does it do HDMI out? I've, I've not looked at all the specs. DTOM says, had friends over last weekend who are loyal uh, Black Rifle customers. They tried your coffee and absolutely loved it. Almost went through my bag. They were also surprised at the price. They thought it would be more due to the quality. We are competitive with the price. We're right at what most people charge for coffee on the internet. So anytime you give Rageless Roast to somebody, tell them, hey, you can get your own at RagelessRoast.com. And uh, we're, we're very, very excited. The response to the coffee has been overwhelming. Back when we first launched it with the other company last year, we were selling like 100 bags a week. So congratulations on losing a winner, <laughs> I guess. So, I think the main concern for me is how big it is. I don't think it's that big. Oh, it does have a display port and HDMI out. Oh gosh, I'm buying one then. Can you when can you start pre-ordering them? I really really want um want one. I'm not too worried about performance. I wouldn't be playing like really crazy games on it, but it'd be so fun to have all my indie titles on my television. The Steam Deck specs are awful. It's basically a cash in. Really? You don't think the specs are that good, Paul? Everybody's singing its praises. I mean, I, I, obviously people haven't played on it yet. I think people are saying it's going to outperform the Switch. Today at 10 Pacific. Okay, okay. Obviously, I'll buy one and review it for you guys. I mean, that's that's. I think that's something that we do here, right? We we check out new stuff and new, uh, new equipment. Um, should Nintendo be worried about the Steam Deck? No. No. Nintendo... Nintendo, you can't really touch Nintendo for a variety of reasons, right? Nintendo 
is Nintendo. So unless you can suddenly start making Nintendo games, you can't really touch them. Anthony with the renewed membership with the blue badge. Welcome back to the Rageless. If you're in chat or you're watching the stream right now and you're not a member, consider clicking the join button or you can type exclamation point join in the chat. Uh, And that is a way to get a badge, emotes, and access to more rooms in the Discord as well as you can submit questions for Q&A. If you are new and haven't hit subscribe yet today, that supports the channel. It ensures you don't miss my content. Monday through Friday, I'm here doing Variety Gaming News Show, and uh, it's safe for work, so a lot of people put me on in the background like gaming radio. Insomniac with another $2 tip. Is outperforming the Switch really that hard, though? No, not really. It really isn't, but you got to consider how many little fun indie titles and not super demanding games are just going to run nice and smooth on this thing. You're not going to have to worry about any of that, you know? Do it and get awesome emotes like Lono Ball. That's right. You got your coffee, nerd mother? Good, 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 good. We live in a great city for this decision. The, the, the decision to do coffee completely on our own. We live in a great city. Louisville is, a, is an awesome hub um, for quick delivery to the rest of the country and the world. So we, we, we get quick turnaround on it. You're, you're not going to order coffee anywhere else and get it within just a couple of days. Most times you wait. Excuse me. Most times you wait. I thought I was going to get away with one. Most times you get like a week later, you know, you know, you get like a week later. So, um, I'll be interested to hear how this works for them. Why is my account not able to place a reservation until Sunday? We are aware of potential unauthorized resellers, and as an additional safeguard to ensure fair ordering process, the reserver has made uh, a purchase on Steam prior to June 21 for the first 48 hours of reservation available. We've added a requirement. Oh, you have to make a purchase on Steam prior to June 21st. Oh, well, I'm fine. I'm buying games in Steam all the time. That makes sense. That's actually like a really, really good decision, though, Bleep, because you know what scalpers are going to be doing. Scalpers are going to be creating bot accounts to buy the Steam deck. And Valve is like, no, if you have a brand new account, you're not going to be able to order one until Sunday. Um, I think that that's totally fair, right? I think Steam Deck performance is going to be close to my GTX 1060, says Kale. Yeah, big anti-scalper move by Valve. I think that's good. That's good. That should be... We we should include that in the short and have that as the thumbnail for the shorts channel creature. Um, that's, that's, that's a story in its, on its own. Like, announcing the Steam Deck is great, but saying Valve makes anti-scalper, you know... Uh, Valve is anti-scalper or something for the Steam Deck, because people are going to be trying to scalp it, you know. You're not familiar with the Steam Deck? Can I get a 10-word summary? Handheld device that plays Steam games on the go, roughly the size of the Nintendo Switch. A portable PC platform that features a 7-inch touchscreen, two thumbsticks with a D-pad, and a four-button control layout. It'll play games from the user's Steam account using only the device itself with no streaming needed. A charging dock that connects to an external... Uh, it can external... DS, um, it, connect, it can connect to external displays via HDMI or USB-C. will be sold separately from the device. Wait. A charging dock that can connect to external displays via HDMI or USB-C will be sold separately from the device. 
and you can also use other powered USB hubs. There are three models, a 64 gig, 25, 6 gig, 256 gig, a 25, 6 gig chat, a 64 gig, a 256 gig, and a 512. Um, pre-orders go live Friday, July 16th at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Steam's official website with an intended to ship in December. There you go. But the big news is that if your account hasn't made any purchases in uh, prior to June, prior to June, they are not going to let you uh, order one. They're going to make you wait until Sunday They're gonna, because they don't want scalpers to scoop them all up. Exactly, 10 words. How does he do it? It doesn't connect to larger displays out of the box. You're looking at 600 minimum. Yeah. Is the light roast easy on the stomach? I'd like to get some, but if it's too acid, uh, acidic, I can't handle it. One of my mods, uh, his name is Milky, he cannot drink coffee because of the acidity, and he can drink Rageless Roast. Rageous Roast has balanced acidity, so it's medium-bodied, honey undertones, smooth finish, and balanced acidity. The balanced acidity is why it's so drinkable. It's why so many people like it. It, it, it does cold brew really, really well. Um, and Milky, his testimony to me was, his, 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 his review was, I can't drink coffee, and I can drink Rageous Roast. So... That is, that's what I've been told, Manny, by somebody who, who has a similar issue that you do. So, Dark Roast is always better for less acid. Yeah, the Dark Roast will be here uh, next month. Once you're able to order, you can only purchase the Steam Deck model that you reserve, so choose wisely. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to grab the cheapest one. I'm not going to have that much installed on it. 64 gig is... Well, there'll be certain games you can't play at 64 gig, but I mean, it's not high performance, so I wouldn't imagine I'd be playing those. Um, do they all have the NVMe SSD, or does the 64 gig not have the SSD? That's how I'm with coffee, too. That's good to hear. Telling you, Lono, putting the old man Lono on the bag as the quality seal is going to make uh, take you to the next level. Oh, it has an SD slot. Oh, okay. Okay. 64 base with expandable micro SD storage. Oh, if you want the NVMe, you got to get the 256 and up. So I'd probably go with the 256. That's a bit of a price jump, but 130 bucks more. Yeah. Dope. Let me go buy some. All right. Yeah. Let me know how it goes, Manny. I, you know, let me know how it goes. Looks like we've got, oh my gosh, everyone's ordering coffee this morning. What is going on? Heartless One ordered some coffee. Thank you, Heartless One. You the best. Two bags for UK Stobbs and a bag of coffee for Neos. Guys, thank you so much for ordering Rageless Roast this morning. Three bags already. I'll make sure, um, I'll tr- we'll make sure those get printed and shipped this weekend, okay? It's Friday, so... Um, the printing of the labels, my wife can't do that because I'm in here playing games and she'll be watching like a movie. <sighs> You're gonna be buying a long HDMI cable. Uh, you're better off buying a long HDMI cable and routing it to your TV. I know, I know. 
a Halo Destiny crossover? Yes. Yes, there is there is there are some rumors about this and I don't like to give rumors a whole lot of credence, but this one seems like it might actually be true given the source and what else they have leaked. Um oh, I hang on. Let me let me quickly check on on Plague Tale and let me see if it's installed. It's got 3 minutes left. Okay. I was going to say I'm going to I need to charge my controller for tonight. <clears throat> if your goal is Steam on your TV, there are much cheaper options. Well, yeah, I'm I'm mainly getting it to review it and then put it on my television mostly, right? And I and I don't feel like fiddling with all the different things. Now, again, you're right. I wouldn't be doing it if I wasn't a YouTuber, I don't think. Well, if I wasn't a YouTuber, I might be mobile gaming more often depending on my job and commute and whatever so where do I get this leaked info it's in a variety of places reddit uh, raid secrets has talked about it there's a you know, there's a handful of places that's shown up um, some of the stuff feels w- way too good to be true right um, I think some of the rumor is just too good to be true and probably pretty unlikely Um did anyone see Wish You Luck's tweet about Destiny anti cheat? Well, if yeah, if it's a tr- if it's a tweet about anti cheat, we know it's a troll or a joke because that's <laughs> Destiny's anti cheat is a joke. <clears throat> the Steam Deck 60 FPS, yeah. To go uh, with the whole rumor, there was a leak way back. Now it's gotten so many things right that people are guessing we got another Anon the Nine, right? That was the only reason I decided to do it. I'll read you the last part of the article. This was when I decided to cover this, okay? Um, The information about the alleged 30th anniversary pack sits as part of a leak containing correct information about the most recent seasons. That was why I decided to cover this. I was like, okay, like... Th- th- that that to me the most recent season leaks a lot of people were like no no there's no way and they ended up being true somebody has a source somewhere somebody has a source somewhere and they're cashing in on it and I I think that I think that this one this one's closer to being true than other leaks that we've had up to now so um, they also cross with Gears of War uh, th- wait, there's a rumor about that? I don't I don't know about that. Infinite Super on PS5. Troll cheats made it to console. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not just limited to Steam, which is cool. You can install Windows, Epic, ET. Oh, you can! Oh, that's nice. Been more leaks since Bungie has been working from home. Yeah. I think they have a marketing company that they're working with. That's where the leak is. I think there's a marketing company. They they're outsourcing their uh their the trailers and the and the season passes and stuff. Um I don't drink coffee, I just wanted the note. Okay, heartless one. Okay. <laughs> a handwritten note. All right. I don't I don't per- <clears throat> I don't personalize them cuz there's so many that that I have to write, but I'll try to find I'll try to personalize that one. I'll try to put a joystick on it. Um, finally able to hop in chat hope everyone's been well what's good nifty welcome back um, that's literally what the pe- the tech specs say the tech specs say what it's 60 FPS 
It says up to 60 FPS. Right, right, right. Destiny crossover with woke culture. Right, yeah, they already did that. Wish you luck stuff came as they were working from home. He had somebody at the company leaking him stuff, though. He said we would all be shocked as to who it was. I don't think he's getting leaks anymore because I think the person that was leaking stuff to him left. You know what I mean? (laughs) Love how involved you are with chat lately. That's the whole point of the show, man. We try to have back and forth the whole time. Yo, what's good, John Hall? How recent lore and story is going. Stuff related to Witch Queen, I'm going to give a 50-50% chance of it being right. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little bit more open now to covering Destiny when I feel like it's fitting because we do variety coverage. Um... Thank you for another coffee order. Two bags to Thad C. I appreciate it. We are gonna we're gonna we're gonna plow through. We are gonna plow through the uh, the final bags here. Hmm. <clears throat> the Steam Deck's performance will be slightly more than the Xbox One S, and slightly less than the PS4. Uh, so it will play most games no issue. I don't I don't know. Wish that his leaker was a tester who sent him footage, a guy he'd known for many years who was ticked at how Bungie was handling D2. Oh, really? It was somebody in the testing. Oh, huh. I'd be interested if anybody on the inside would be willing to talk to me off the record. I want to know. I want to know who pulled the trigger. I want to know who ordered the code red on me. Not just getting banned from Destiny, but I want to know who ordered the code red. Because according to RN Jesus and Vicky, they they had a they felt like they had a pretty good inclination and a pretty good theory, and they had spoken to ex-employees. So I want to get my hands on that and figure out who ordered the code red. You know what I mean? Um, the dev said that they didn't want to limit people to one direction. Anything you can do with a traditional gaming PC, you can basically do with the Steam Deck. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Code Red's delicious. Oh, Big Mad Mo got that joke. <laughs> uh, liking the new logo. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we've completely got everything under the same banner now. SNTR Network is now obviously the banner. And then everything underneath of it is SNTR Presents is the flagship show. Then we have SNTR Shorts, and we have SNTR Gaming. So. Yeah, I don't think Deej was the one leaking stuff to Wish. I just, there was a lot of people leaving the company, and I thought his his leaks dried up because his person left the company, you know? What happened with Vicky and RN Jesus? Did they stop? No. No, they didn't stop. They just got really, really busy. I need to send them one transcript, and then we're basically done. And then I'll probably just send it where they think I should send it, and then I'll probably just ask... I'll probably try to find some news outlets that are interested in, in, in covering it and publishing it and, and exposing what, what, folks, what folks have done. Um, and more may come from that. There, 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 there may be consequences and there, you know, may, may more may come from that. And then I won't have to spend a dime legally. Um, everybody likes public accountability. Well, yours is still coming. What exactly, what's exactly a transcript? So, they're, they're gun shy. I have a recorded conversation. I have a recorded conversation with a, uh, with the lawyers that looked into this. And they're like, we don't want to include that because, because like, laws are different. 
but the lawyers were in Tennessee and I was in Kentucky and I knew that the conversation was being recorded so you're allowed to do that um but they're just trying to be very very on the up and up so we're going to have a written transcript of that conversation and then obviously if legal teams or investigative uh, parties want it I'll send it to them so Insomniac with a 5 spot uh, Destiny listening to Lono they're starting to do uh, streaks and strike playlists also making Zavala uh they're making Zavala to be like an obelisk thank you for the $5 Insomniac Black yeah I got a couple DMs last night about that I got a I got a couple DMs about that last night they were like they were like this is literally exactly what you said they should do with strikes and Zavala and I was like cool (laughs) you know cool I you know you don't get any more free ideas from me. You don't get any more free ideas from me. So eventually, you know, whoever was consistently hanging out here and taking my ideas like verbatim, you know. Yeah, the streaks are not new. I had ideas on how to make them new and better. In in D1, it was literally an XP streak. I said that it should increase likelihood of drop rate on unique items. So the longer you stay in, the more likely you are to get the thing that you're looking for, which would lead people to not back out. You should do the same thing with Crucible. If you want people to stay in Crucible and keep the funnel full and keep the funnel healthy and not have people backing out because of maps or whatever, the longer they stay in the matchmaking hopper, the more they get a chance at whatever the unique items are from that playlist. So I went well beyond an XP streak. An XP streak's not even original to Destiny. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not even original to Destiny. So the, 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 the streaks weren't even really essentially what I wanted to see. An XP streak is kind of a snooze fest. I'm like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a drop rate percentage increase to incentivize and motivate people to stay in your core content. Revitalizing your core content is something that they're terrible about. This is their version of revitalizing content. They hand you a piece of paper, and the piece of paper says, go run three strikes. And you're like, the frick? I don't want to do that. Instead of saying, let's make running strikes worthwhile, they say, go run strikes so this box gets a check mark in it. Do you see the difference? There's a giant difference between the two. You know, there's a giant difference between the two. So... There's currently no loot to keep me interested in strikes like there was in D1. It's just going to be another currency grind. Yeah, all they do is, and they've done this for a really, really long time, they just add currency grinds, and then they just add steps to to the loot. Like, if you're trying to get loot or you're trying to do anything in that game, they just add a bunch of steps to slow you down. Do you guys remember? Is it even, is it still in the game? I don't know. I've not played in ages. The helm table... And the, um, the, the, the umbral focusing, it was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. It was like, what is this? Why is there 18 steps to agency? Like, what on earth? It would basically be like me telling you, yes, I will make a pizza with the toppings on it that you want, but you need to go to the store and buy each individual, uh, recipe, uh, item, ingredients. But you got to get ingredients from Kroger, 
Aldi's, you gotta get ingredients from the farmer's market, and I send you like five or six different places. You're like, well, by the time I do all that, why the frick do I, like, it's just too many steps. And so they do the same thing with strikes in the Crucible. They're like, how do we get people to go play strikes in the Crucible? And they're like, I've got it. A quest or a bounty that tells them to. Like, that's it. That's as far as they go. That's the innovation that Bungie brings to their core content is they tell you to go run it or you can't get the thing like hey we've got an event coming up cool what do I have to do we're going to make you check boxes in core content that's what they do it's 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 infuriating it's like all you got to do is take all this loot that you're creating and put it in the content and create incentives and motivations for people to stay in that content with drop rate chances, ways to increase drop rate chances, and ways for me to focus what's dropping in the dadgum game. Do you want to know what they did? Nobody realizes that they did this. When Destiny 2 launched, you got all of your loot from an NPC, and what did you use? You used tokens. You would go to an NPC, and you would dump tokens in, and they would spit an ingram out. That's what Destiny 2 was at launch. World drops, unique drops, that wasn't a thing, okay? And if it was, it was maybe from the raid, and then you would get drops sometimes from, like, PvP or something. So, it's the same thing now. They make you go and do a bunch of stuff, and you just take different-looking currency to the tower, shove it into something, and then out pops with your reward. The, the, the game hasn't... The, the game, underneath the surface, at its core, the actual mechanism by which you get loot in that game, it hasn't changed almost one iota. I mean, what they did with the raids and the, and the, and the focusing at the end was so good. Holy crap! A lot of coffee orders just came through. We got... A bag going to James. We got a bag going to Sandrock 2. We got a bag going to Manny Smalls. And then we got a bag going to Ganks. So many Rageless Roast coffee orders today. You guys are the absolute best. I won't tell you the next step is that you have to kill completed this step. You go and kill 30 Guardians in the Crucible. You know that part of the game. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, th- this, uh, what is this? Uh, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, got one for now, waiting on that dark roast. I understand. Nice shirt, by the way. Thank you. We are partnered with 80s Tees. This is one from their Star Wars collection. You can use the shirt command. It'll take you over to the Star Wars collection. They have TV shows, cartoons, video games. They've got a Star Wars, Marvel, anything you could think of. Go over there and search for it. You like Deadpool? You like Superman? You like Batman? Whatever. 80s Tease has got it. Use code LONO for 30% off over there on anything, anything in any of their collections. Thank you, everybody, who's continued to use code LONO over there at 80stees.com. <clears throat> there's only seven left you guys get them out of there right <laughs> still hate that the seasonal exotic weapon catalyst quest is tied to crucible yo what's good agent at what I'm good thanks for asking rare spawns unique boss drops rewarding trials would make the game so much better yeah. 
I'm not going to tell you the sky is falling. I still feel like that game has massive potential, and it ha- and and, and they have made good decisions and they have made good improvements. But I'm telling you right now, it continues to feel like it's a secondary thought for them. It it it's I don't know how you have 800 people, 600 people working on that game, and you just continue to miss the mark on basic basic content and loot structure. I don't know. Part of me wonders if some of what they do is this is literally motivated not by what's good for flow and what's rewarding for the player, but what's good for metrics and numbers and engagement. Do you see what I'm saying? Like they have cornered the market on keeping people playing, and I wonder if that's why everybody like us is like this is so dumb this is so bad what the frick why wouldn't you just do the basic abc thing the community's been asking for for years and destiny's like bungie's like why would we do that it's working right the improvements are made after you called out certain things it's so crazy how everything you said to do and they did has made the game better Right, well, I don't play it anymore, so I won't be able to help them when Witch Queen launches with terrible, you know, progression systems baked into it. (laughs) See if Thieves Plunder Pass makes Destiny's look like a joke. Destiny feels like a chore to grind and stacked with useless crap. Plunder Pass keeps it coming. Yeah, every time I play Sea of Thieves, that stupid alarm's going off. It's like, just ordered two bags, excited to see what it's like. Only five bags, like, yo, Frags just ordered some coffee, thank you. Let me get it. Oh, two people did. Hang on a minute. Two bags for frags. It rhymes. Two bags for frags. One bag for gent. Oh, man. You guys are nuts. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. You guys are all going to learn really, really quickly why this why this flavor was selling 100 bags a week last year when we launched when it was with the other company. You're going re- to realize this. A lot of the people ordering are reorders. <laughs> a lot of people ordering the coffee are reorders. I'm very excited to have the dark roast in uh, in the house. So, is it really Bungie keeping players, or is it players for whatever reason are just devoted to the game? Okay, I went out to dinner the other night. I've got a great I've got a great story to connect some dots here for people at a psychological level. Okay, so my wife and I went out to dinner with friends of ours. It was really really enjoyable. This guy is somebody that I look up to, uh, and he's somebody that I would go to for advice. And we were talking about work, and we were talking about this project that I want to do, being more transparent about my life, my mental health journey, my faith. All these things. Not here on this channel. This would be something separate. Um, I'm not going to bring that to this channel. Not a, not in the detail that I'm, I'm thinking about. So we're having a great conversation. Now, before we had that great conversation, we waited an hour, an hour to be seated after being told it would be about 30 minutes. Now, when someone says about 30 minutes, I am totally cool if it takes... 35 or 40 minutes. I get that. You're you're guesstimating based on the, you know, just the the flow of food and the flow of the customers. So I'm never going to go get up your nose if I have to wait an extra 5 or 10 minutes. But it got to 40, then 45, then 50, and then we started seeing people get seated before us simply because they were raising a stink. They were going in and just being rude and getting a table and we had been waiting way longer. The one guy's like, "We've been waiting 30 minutes." I would be like, brother, we're five minutes away from an hour. Why, why do you think you deserve to get in front of us? 
But we took, we tried to take the path of peace. We weren't going to be rude. We weren't going to be nasty. And we finally got seated. Now, before we got seated, we were having this internal dialogue and we were also talking about it. And there, there was this tension of the sunk cost fallacy. We've waited all this time. We might as well wait a little bit more. By the time we get in the car and go somewhere else, that time is time we're going to spend standing here, you know, 15 minutes in the car driving somewhere else. We might have a table by then. You'll hear me. And there we go. Okay. A little bit of a blip there, guys. We just hopped in just servers. So there was probably like a black screen for like a split second. Um, what I was saying is, you, you convince yourself to stay at the restaurant because you've already waited for such a long time. Now, there'll probably be like another secondary blip. Usually when we jump in just servers, it causes people an issue once I'm back up and running. Um, we haven't had the YouTube ingest server thing for a while. I wonder if they bump you to better ingest servers when you're having a strong day. That's why since I've been back, it hasn't happened. And then today when we're having like a strong day... All of a sudden, we have a little blip. I wonder if they switch you to a different ingest server when you're having big viewership. They need to keep up with Destiny was definitely a psychological hurdle I had to get over. I was ahead of the curve for so long, 40-hour-a-week player, made the casuals look bad. I took uninstalling to stop playing and being worried about having the latest thing. That's the point that I'm talking about. You have put in so much time with Destiny, you can't see going to another restaurant. Oh no, I have to I have to keep going. I almost have this. I almost have that. I have to complete that. I have to keep going. You have a sunk cost of time and investment in the game. And they provoke you just enough to keep going. There's this there's that you've almost completed this those little check boxes they're so satisfying listen I'm gonna tell you right now they've got it in spades when it comes to two things the gameplay loop of destiny is incredibly satisfying just shooting dregs in the public space it just feels good it just feels good right it just feels good yeah there's the second blip and <clears throat> and while you have that gameplay loop being satisfying like just shooting dregs in the public space it's also satisfying to complete a bunch of bounties it's satisfying to clear your milestones it's like clearing a map like I remember when I was clearing the map in Spider-Man I loved it oh my gosh I loved it I loved getting the little green that little green check mark For every little portion of New York City in Spider-Man, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And so, for me, I I see it for what it is. It's like, you are standing in the restaurant, and you can't see yourself leaving because you've been waiting for so long. You've been playing Destiny for so long you can't see yourself leaving and playing something else and truth be told just like the restaurant if we would have gone somewhere else the the, the food wouldn't have tasted as good why because i was in the mood for cuban that's what i wanted i wanted to order a negra modelo and i wanted to, to to eat 
you know, uh, what, pollo con queso. That's what I wanted. I was in the mood for it. I could smell it. I, I knew what it was going to taste like. I knew it was going to be amazing. And I knew if I went somewhere else, it wasn't going to taste as good. I was going to be like, ah, this isn't really what I wanted. And that's what happens when you go to try play other games. They don't feel quite as good. They're not quite as satisfying. It's not really what you're in the mood for. That's I, And this is one of the reasons why I, I think if you look at the structure of that game and the battle pass and the bounty system and anytime they do an event like a seasonal event or something, it is all meticulously built to keep you coming back day to day and week to week. It's not about, oh, this is a good change. This is going to make people a lot more happy. This is really going to streamline this. No. Absolutely not. That's not what it is. That's not what it is. It's you're not it it's about everything is built for the return the return of players. More coffee being sold, two bags to Matthew Johnson and a bag to op uh, opt optian optation optation I think. Thank you guys so much. I think that this is a, is an insane amount of coffee. The seasonal aspect of Destiny, when it started, it's become more common. It also killed it for me. I'm so tired of having a limited time to do something. I just wanted to play the game. Um, do, do, do. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. Um... So, I, I'm not I'm not bashing the game, by the way. I miss it. Wish I could play it. I wish people would do the right thing. I should be unbanned. Like I didn't I didn't break any TOS. It was it's an abuse of power. It's unethical. But you know, I, I do I miss it. So I'm not I'm not sitting here taking a cheap shot. I'm just telling you, this is one of the reasons why I don't think they make a lot of the changes that seem so painfully obvious that they should make. It's designed to keep you coming back. It's not designed to necessarily check all of the enjoyment boxes that you wish that it would check. Whether it's player agency, um, revitalizing core content, you know, all those things are not happening because I think in their mind, those potential changes are a potential threat to a successful format they have a successful format it works what did I always tell people they were like this game's dying this game's dead it's on its way out I'd be like look at the player base numbers what the frick are you talking about game's been out for six years they're getting they're getting over a million logins a day do you know how many people would kill for that kind of return player base do you know how much money that means they're making on a regular basis that's so many people Professor Parker, renewing the membership, getting a darker badge. Welcome back, Professor Parker. Thanks for keeping your your membership here. Welcome back to the Rageless. Hey, listen, if you guys haven't hit the like button yet, do me a favor and do that. Let's let's shoot for a milestone on likes. Roll the likes over. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, we discuss games all throughout the week. Monday through Friday, we're sitting here in this chair, a safe for work gaming radio show with lots of interactivity and Q&A. If you're not a member, you can click the join button or you can use the join command in chat and you can become a member and submit questions 
and it's going to look a little something like this. This is our 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 backdrop to the show now. You guys actually dictate the flow of show a little bit more than me. A little bit more than me. Respectful pushback. I think the majority of players you're talking about would never notice the difference between what they have and what dedicated players would enjoy. Oh, you, no, you're not pushing back. You're agreeing with me, Italian. Christian Shakan renewing the membership, getting a blue badge. Thank you so much. A brand new membership from Centrist Chad. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. You are dope and deserve dope stuff. Welcome to the Rageless. If you want your name to show up like this and your question to show up like this, use the question command if you're a paying member. And you can submit questions early in the Discord or get here right when the stream starts to jump in line because we already have a lot of questions. You can see the topics over there on the far side. Destiny Halo, Stream Deck, and Netflix Gaming or off topic this is from a pace bin of leaks and I just thought this was so funny and 100% something I believe that they would say hang on let me read this in the meeting one of the devs was crap talking other games joking about how all of these quote unquote destiny killers die off in about a month of launching uh, Parsons was apparently grinning very wide throughout the whole segment Bungie are very confident about where they are headed and about the state of the franchise right now. I mean, I don't know. I'd probably laugh too because a lot of, like, the Destiny Killer thing, the Destiny Killer thing comes from mean people. They're like, yeah, here comes the Destiny Killer. You know? If I was a dev and I made that game and I worked on it over the years and I watched all these people get snooty and snide and nasty on reddit and twitter and celebrate what they think is going to be a destiny killer and every single one of the supposed destiny killers have fallen by the wayside yeah i probably would crap talk those games too you know not that it's the game's fault or the dev's fault it's not like anthem outriders in division one and two said they were going to be a destiny killer it was the audience that was saying that for the most part D Dizzle with a brand new membership. Thanks for clicking the join button. Enjoy your dope badge Nemo. It's your dope and deserve dope stuff. Welcome to the Rageless. If the most recent Destiny Killer was Outriders, wouldn't you laugh too? Well, and people saying it was going to be a Destiny Killer arguably were stupid. People Can Fly would have never thought that or said that. People Can Fly was doing their absolute best to say, this is not going to be a live service game. I told people after a month the player base numbers in Outriders would be low. I was like, come on. <clears throat> I'm looking at the scope of what they outlined. I'm looking at the scope of what they described for their end game. There's no way. There's no way Outriders has legs past a month. There isn't. Now, they... I think they, they sunk their ship a little early because they had all their glitches and all their bugs and people's inventories were disappearing. Our pets' heads are falling off. It was like, what's going on? The game was so bad. Yo, DevTech doing a tier 2 membership. Thank you, DevTech, for upgrading and doing a tier 2 membership. 15 bucks a month, man. It's just very kind. Thank you. Outriders was a great game to play for what it was. I would say it was a it was a it was it was acceptable. I don't think they did anything that was I would I don't know Mo what I would describe as being great. Holy moly. We have an invasion. Little spider. 
little spider. I don't like get scared of spiders, but it took me by surprise. Like I saw something in my peripheral, just a spider, just coming down, just coming down out of the vent. I I just made that. I, I just made that. I just threw that crumpled up tissue and it made it into the trash can. I'm on fire today, chat. <laughs> I'm on fire. Outriders with the fixes is actually pretty good now. I can't play it because of the sound design. Sounds like somebody's banging on a trash can. I just can't do it. You go and play like a game with like good sound design. Oh, oh my lands. Oh my lands. I have no problems with it, so that's why I say that. I don't speak for nobody but myself. I know that mo. <laughs> I'm just saying for me, I didn't. I didn't see anything great. I thought it was an acceptable game. I thought they they did what they set out to do. Another bag of coffee going out to Nightshade. Thank you, Nightshade. The new logo, though. You like that? You like that? It's good, isn't it? My Destiny play cycle. Load up Destiny, select a character, uh, click around trying to find something to do, shut the game off because the game is boring. (laughs) The great, mighty Spider Hunter. That's right. Spider didn't hit the like button and now it's dead. That's right. That's right. Did we roll the likes over? Did we? Yeah, we rolled the likes over to 300, guys. Thanks for a big turnout, man. I know it's probably because of the topic, but listen, I'm going to say something to you, okay? If you haven't been here because of work and personal life, you don't need to, you need, you can ignore what I'm about to say. If you haven't been here because I've not been covering Destiny because I can't play it, and we changed to Variety Gaming News coverage, I want to encourage you to come back as often as you can because the show is essentially the same even back when I covered Destiny we would talk about all sorts of other topics and debate them all throughout the day we still do that and three topics a day it's likely something's going to scratch your interest the Steam Deck announcement Netflix gaming we've been talking about Battlefield we've been talking about Halo we've been talking about all kinds of different things microtransactions uh, are these director's cuts a, a, a cash grab you know, with Ghost of Tsushima and Death Stranding. So, just be here. Submit those questions and direct the conversation. You guys get to kind of decide what we talk about. So, I get it. I get it. Destiny was our home and Destiny was our was our bedrock. But I think the show is better now, personally. I enjoy doing the show more than I used to. Is the new Steam Deck a topic today? Yes. Anytime you're here... Something with regard to the topic should be on the screen. Over there, you can see the orange or orangish yellow letters. It says Destiny, Halo, Steam Deck, and Netflix Gaming. Those are the topics for the day. The Christian Gamer Dad renewing their membership, getting the pink hair. You the best. Welcome back. I love Destiny, but my goodness, the content creator community is annoying, especially on Twitter. And the devs, we're talking about communicating with content creators, but all they do is complain so they don't. Well, the relationship between Bungie and content creator is fraught with problems. It's fraught with corruption in the back end and background deals and and it's just nasty. They were they were actively working against certain streamers. I was one of them. And I have it on good authority that I wasn't the only one that was getting privately slandered and blacklisted. There were streamers working directly with them in order to bring that about. Attempting to control who was big and who was not. They didn't like the fact that myself and Redeem basically took over the directory. Um, <laughs> they didn't like that. <laughs> 
there's all kind of conflict of interest between things that went on in the background. I've always said, if I had the money, I can survive. I can survive a subpoena for discovery. You can look at all my emails and DMs. None of them could. <laughs> None of them could. All kind of stuff was going on. So, if anybody could actually ever afford to do it and get a formal investigation and discovery process going. I'm telling you right now, there's a lot of people that would both be fired and prosecuted because there was all kind of nonsense going on. The industry is full of it. (laughs) It's not just unique to, like, streamers and that company. It's all over the place. You think Purple doesn't do the same thing? You think Purple hasn't been doing the same kind of thing? Choosing the winners and the losers? (laughs) Background deals? Background back-scratching and favor trading? Mm Mm-hmm. Why do you think Purple suddenly has a third-party company that they work with to investigate stuff that happens at that company? Because <laughs> they're trying to protect themselves from litigation. <laughs> it's completely unnatural when your content creators are also your dating pool. Something's going wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. All kind of nonsense. All kind of nonsense. Yo, Ira did a membership. Thank you so much, Ira. And underscore renewing their membership getting some pink hair there you go thank you underscore or is underscore ira i don't i can't that might be two different people i'm not sure my dashboard's like being delayed so Mm-mm-mm. just read you a video link it's a tweet thread by wow dev mark curran about modern gaming it's very interesting if you find time potential future topic for you okay i'll check it out if i have time a lot of content creators are scared to criticize uh bungie because they want to be invited to summit which means nothing in the long road to destiny well yeah and i've had a lot of them reach out to me privately and they believe me and support me but they won't they can't say anything publicly for fear of getting banned that's their bread and butter. That's how they literally pay their bills by playing that game. And I've had I've had people reach out to me privately that are like, "This was totally uncool and unfair, man." Like I believe you. You need to know that there's a lot of us in the community that believe you. Um, and uh, they're they're terrified to say anything publicly. That's why I was banned. By the way, that's what they wanted. <laughs> people have reached out now. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a lot of DMs from people that I didn't see because, like, Twitter did this weird thing where it went to, like, other messages. So I went in and I unchecked the box for filtering. I went through and read the messages. There's a lot of people that are like, you need to know most of the people in the community don't think that you're bad and a monster and we believe you inside with you. But no one can say anything publicly for fear of being banned and attacked and harassed. They, they they won the war for truth with power abuse. No one wants to say anything publicly. Everybody just is like, I'm not... <laughs> on. Alright, we had another blip. I don't know what's going on with the ingest servers at YouTube. I seriously think when you're having a bigger day, they move you to other ingest servers. There'll be a second blip here in a little bit anytime that happens. I, this is the most that's ever happened. My only hope is is that they're actually doing stuff in the back end for live stream. That's what I hope that they're doing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. 
I still like to bring up what happened with Cross and how that backfired hard. Yeah, they were all ready to cancel him too and hurt him publicly, and then they all deleted their tweets. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's start answering questions from Q&A, right? Any big names that have privately backed you? I'm not going to say whether they're big names or small names because I'm not going to even risk people being exposed and getting into any kind of trouble. So, uh, X Ransom with a brand new membership. X Ransom coming in. Enjoy the dope badge and emotes. Your dope and deserve dope stuff. Welcome to the Rageless. Why do they delete the tweets from Cross? No, no, no. There are people tweeting about Cross. They were subtweeting about him when they thought he broke NDA and he didn't break NDA, but they were all quick to start trying to hurt him too. So, <clears throat> yeah, there's the blip. There's the blip. <laughs> Here comes the blip. Hold on, folks. <laughs> I don't know why we're finally having a big day and we're getting all these blips. It's like, come on, YouTube. We've been have we've been struggling ever since we got back, and now we're having a big day. And you want to keep blipping? You know what I mean? Mm-mm-mm. A lot of Thanos snaps today, right? We're staying silent to keep a platform. Just gonna let humanity die to feed our families, anyway. Hey, 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 hey! I want to be clear about something here. I didn't expect any of those people to say anything. It's not their job. It's not their job to risk, you're right, to risk their careers and their livelihood for my sake. I don't, that's not their responsibility. And that's exactly why they played the ban card. Bungie played the ban card because they knew, they're like, none of these people can afford to say anything publicly and stand up against us because we'll just ban them too. You know? Now, if everybody would have linked arms and been like, you can't ban all of us, like standing on the chairs at the end of Dead Poet Society, they'd been like, you can't ban all of us. That's going to make it very, very clear what you're doing. But that's how fear works. Fear gets acquiescence and capitulation. People are like terrified, you know. It's one of the reasons I won't put I won't put them on blast publicly with tweets and stuff. I won't put purple on on blast publicly with tweets and stuff. I could do whole videos on everything that went on and everything that happened, but why? Then all you're going to do is invite more harassment and more negative attention. So it's like they they win by the sheer nature of the monster that is that is, that they've created. No one wants to step out and and get harassed like that. You know what I mean? It's awful. It's unsettling, it's terrifying, it's 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 scary. It's it's psychologically disruptive to your life and your sense of safety and security. Like no one wants to do that, dude. It's awful. It's an awful feeling, you know? Um, just need a big name yeah but big names aren't going to do that flicks because big names have sponsorships and income that could potentially distance themselves people would be like well we don't want to work with this guy you just stood up for somebody that's terrible and they'd pull their they'd pull their sponsorship you know what I mean That that's why it works you see what I'm saying you'll never you'll never see a situation like this where Someone is clearly guilty, and then everybody's doing everything they can to keep the truth from being seen, right? Like, if I was truly guilty of what they claim, why would there be such a concerted effort in a campaign to hide everything and to shut everybody up? Do you see? 
if you if you zoom out and remove your bias remove your dislike of me and you really start to ask the question of wait just a minute here what if it's true why all why all the smoke and mirrors why all the cloak and dagger you see like if you just completely zoom out remove your bias and just analyze the behavior you're like this guy is willing to talk willing to be transparent he wants there to be an investigation and everybody else is like no 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 be quiet be quiet power abuse power abuse false copyright claim false copyright claim perjury ban the person get everybody to be quiet who do you think's telling the truth like remove your bias i know lots of people don't like me it's not about whether or not you like me it's about whether or not it's true (laughs) it's about whether or not it's true so i know there's probably people in the audience today that are just they're hate watching they're hoping to clip and get me they you know they want to see me taken down i just continue to ask people to be be good thinkers about it just zoom way out on it stop thinking about how much you dislike me and start thinking about whether or not it's true so ratchet says do you think 343 and bungie will ever work together on anything like a dlc or a season pass i do not think so i do not think so there to me Microsoft likes both companies and both games, but I can't see that ever being something where like all of a sudden they're working on something together. Now, they may tweet at each other and like celebrate Halo's anniversary and be like really excited about Halo and Bungie will be nice and 343 will be nice and Microsoft will clap and say, yay, why? Well, because that's good for business. That's, that's going to get everybody talking about Halo and Destiny. That's why the leak to me has legs. It's like they could do some silly cosmetic skins and exotic and maybe some ornamental armor in the game. And that will be that will be their way of like celebrating Halo. But I can't see them like actively working together on a DLC or a season pass. You know what I mean? Like I can't uh I I can't. I can't. I just don't think so. Um Okay, so apparently Creature, uh, the the coffee inventory, he's trying to update it. I don't have a hard number for him, so he's trying to keep the quantity low on the side. Deathside with a, with a bag of coffee. Thank you, Deathside. Why would Microsoft spend money and resources on somebody else's IP? Well, Microsoft likes Destiny, and Phil Spencer likes Destiny, but I don't think they're ever going to bridge the gap between the companies. I just don't think so. That doesn't seem like something that I just don't think that aligns with their goals for Halo yo Zeno another member today enjoy your dope badge and emotes you're dope and deserve dope stuff enjoy the ability to submit questions you get increased access in our discord 12 new members today thanks for being here appreciate it very very much We'll just sit by and watch uh, folks destroy honest people. I hope your case wins you a titanic load of reparations and justice. I yeah, probably not Wiggly. I, th- these companies are these companies are too big to sue, and then the people that I could sue, they I like I was making in a month what they make in a year on purple. Why would I bother? <laughs> like, why would you bother? It what 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 would be the point of that? <laughs> like, you know, it's like, it just isn't worth it. It just isn't worth it. 
Ratchet says, do you think other streaming services will get in gaming like how Netflix has? I I don't know how many companies are going to want to get into gaming streaming because of what happened with Mixer. Right? What what happened with Mixer? Listen, if Microsoft cannot successfully launch a gaming streaming platform, then no one has any hope. No one has any hope. <laughs> Netflix is looking to add like games. They're going to get games on their platform and develop games like I don't think Netflix is going to get into game streaming. Now, because they have an established user base, that's different than what Microsoft tried to do with Mixer, right? It's like YouTube has an established user base, so they add live streaming, right? And then they might get some traction. Microsoft literally tried to create a brand new platform. First, it was called Beam which is just what on earth kind of a name is that then they called it mixer i don't know why they called it mixer that that also was just strange um i'm not really sure why that name choice was made so the the only reason netflix would have a chance of getting it off the ground is because they have an established user base but the bigger question would be do they want to do that Do they want to invest the time, the R&D, and the capital to try to launch something when they just watch one of the biggest companies in the world fail to do it? Like, Microsoft could have thrown money at Mixer for the next 10 years, and they just decided not to. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They just decided not to. They're like, nah. You know what I mean? Uh... From what this guy was talking, YouTube is killing the purple platform right now. I People don't realize this, but the purple's not super profitable. The XVP of the company, in, in a non-vindictive way, he's consistently talked about how that platform is not very profitable. They don't make a ton of money, right? They generate revenue... But they're not super profitable. It's why they're understaffed. It's why they have unqualified Neanderthals working for them. Like, they are not... It's not... It's not a well-run company. Like, the XVP is... You can take a lot of what he says to the bank. He talks about how leaky the platform is. And when he means leaky, a big streamer is streaming. You know? You got co-carnage streaming to tens of thousands of people a day and when he shuts down they all leave the platform is super leaky now compare that to YouTube according to Tristan Harris at a congressional hearing 71% of YouTube's viewership comes from recommendations meaning they keep people on YouTube all day you're here you're here you watch another video and another video and another video and you find another channel and you find a new thing and and you find a new that right and that platform is super leaky. The other challenge that platform has consistently had over the years is new user acquisition. New user acquisition over there is not so great. Do you want to know why? Because when a big new game launches and people go to Purple to check it out, they watch fence post streamers sit in a corner and play a game and not say anything. They phone it in massively successful streamers over there just phoning in it's a top heavy volume driven platform so their new user acquisition is bad 
their user retention throughout the day is bad and they they don't generate a lot of profit it's not a super profitable endeavor it's why the platform continues to over monetize itself so if you're Netflix and you see the following things I want you to imagine that you're Netflix and you see Amazon publicly state that purple platform doesn't generate enough ad revenue and then you watch Microsoft fail to launch a streaming platform and then they sell everything over to Facebook then you see Facebook get sued for faking their numbers to advertisers Facebook is I think still in litigation for falsifying their growth numbers and viewership numbers to advertisers they were basically lying to advertisers so that's why when people were going over to Facebook and bragging about their viewership numbers and their growth I was like what the frick I thought at the time I was like is Facebook a sleeping giant what is going on over there yeah they're being sued it's all wood it's all fake <laughs> their entire they, what, what was it uh, funny or die that went into a contract to go Facebook exclusive and it killed them they made no money because there's nobody over there it's all fake they're trying to do the same thing Mixer did they're trying to grow a platform with money and it's going nowhere and Netflix sees all of this I can't see Netflix saying you know what we should do let's give that live streaming a go (laughs) let's take a crack at it (laughs) let's take a crack at it you know the <laughs> Amazon says they're not making enough ad revenue on Purple. The most watched live streaming platform in existence is not making enough ad revenue. Mixer fails, backed by the money of Microsoft. Facebook has to fake their numbers to advertisers. And Netflix is going to say, oh, we have what it takes. I don't think so. I don't think Netflix wants anything to do with live streaming gaming. Their only, their only potential chance of doing it and and this is how it would look and I had this idea years ago when there was a rumor that like Dr. Disrespect was in talks with Netflix right there was a rumor that he was talking to him um I said I could see Netflix investing into high production curated gaming content but not like a live streaming thing. Now, you could live stream it, and then all of the episodes would be there, right? And so I said you would call it, and this is this is just an idea that I had, you would call it the Doc Talk Show, okay? So think comedians in cars getting coffee has a baby with, like, the, 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 the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, and it's hosted by Dr. Disrespect, and you use all of his... his his lighting and his style and you have a desk and you have it all set up to look really really dope it needs to look and feel like doc and you do like a six a six episode miniseries where he sits down with big names in gaming you know you get big names in gaming to sit down with him and he's interviewing them making fun of them teasing them and every episode you could have him like challenge them to something that he's clearly going to dominate right He's going to dunk a big a basketball. He's going to jump farther, run faster, and he's going to he's going to talk about how he's the greatest, right? Oh, if you think you're so great, you know, let challenge the doc, right? 
and they do a six a six episode miniseries where you can tune in live and watch it and support it and maybe even become a subscriber to that show and get like a little doc badge or whatever a doc talk show badge and they would launch that they would do six episodes they'd film them record them and then stream them live and then you could go watch them as a past broadcast and then you could have doc there for the after show to take questions from the audience or something so you would launch that and see what the reception is see how much money you could make off of that how many people are coming over and making a Netflix account and supporting that and and becoming a member like if I was Netflix that's what I would look at doing don't try and do what Purple's doing don't try and do what YouTube's doing don't try and for, for, for frick's sake don't try and do what Facebook is doing do something that doesn't exist right now it's a bridge between like like Doc's high production live streaming and take that and put it in a bottle so that it's something special and magical that's only on Netflix it's a Netflix exclusive Doc's still heavily inspired to make his own platform uh, said he has a business partner he said that by 2025 he'll be on his own he wants people to have characters and make it like watching a TV show. I said for years that the end game for Doc is to have other characters to interact with, like pro wrestling. I I, I wanted to create a, a care. I created a character with the hopes of getting traction, getting on his radar, and interacting with him. It just it never went anywhere. It's really really hard to do character driven streams on Purple without being accused of being like, oh, you're just trying to be like the Doc, right? So fandom can be, you know, acidic to ingenuity because people don't want other people to do anything that even remotely smells like what they love. Like, oh, you're just copying the dog, right? Um, he stated he wants characters, entertainment, and people pushing the line. I fully believe in his vision for for live streaming entertainment. You know what I mean? What's the Destiny rumor getting traction? that they're going to be doing some form of a Halo crossover to celebrate in December of this year. Let me, let me, we should probably do that. We should probably do that. Let's, 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 let's quickly, let's quickly do that segment. I've I've not, I've not done any segments yet. Let's, let's do a short here about what exactly is happening here with this, with this rumor. Um, with a, with a potential Destiny Halo uh, crossover. <clears throat> so let me get you a timestamp and I'll read through this it's I wasn't going to cover this until I got to the very bottom of this uh, of this report so if they're usually rumors and leaks like this you got to take them with a grain of salt but when it's aligned with other predictions that people have gotten right especially with the seasonal content Bungie's got a leak somewhere they got a leak somewhere, and I, I think that I think this is a part of it. I don't know if if, if somebody's just taking advantage of that. They have information; they're being silly, but we'll see. <clears throat> hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. This one is about the rumored destiny halo crossover if you like these short gaming news videos hit subscribe and the bell button or come over to sntr presents where i recorded this my live stream monday 
through Friday. So I don't like making videos about leaks and rumors, and this one's been sort of building to a point where I looked into it, and there's an element of this at the very end of the report that made me cover it, so make sure you stay for that. This comes from Game Rant. The latest leak appeared on Pacebin and is an expanded version of a leak that first appeared on Reddit earlier this year in 2021. While the document outlines information about the previous, current, and upcoming seasons of Destiny 2 and its upcoming Witch Queen expansion, it also shares alleged plans for a 30th anniversary pack to release on December 21st for $20. The pack will supposedly feature content inspired by Bungie's previous titles, most notably Halo. For Destiny 2 players to sink their teeth into. Now, obviously, you can have all kind of theories as to why they'd be doing this. I'm going to say if, if, if this is true, this is clearly in response to their concerns about Halo Infinite's launch. Halo Infinite is is, is likely, likely launching in November. And I've continued to say that I believe... Halo Infinite's completely free multiplayer experience will cause Destiny Crucible numbers to dip. Destiny Crucible has gone like 600 days without a new map, it's gone long periods of time without any substantive updates, and the only major thing that's happened recently is that Stasis made the Destiny Crucible very unenjoyable and highly complained about. So, I see Halo Infinite as a potential problem to the daily engaged Crucible player numbers, especially not just in the short term when Halo Infinite launches, but the long term so if this is in fact true it would be Bungie's way of kind of getting people to come back in in December after Halo has been out for a while now more from the report here a crucible refresh seems to be a large part of this alleged pack with two returning Destiny 1 maps and two maps alongside a new gun only mode called Hardware PvE players would get fresh content as well with a new dungeon two secret missions inspired by Halo and an explorable space dubbed Plains of the Nine, where players will go on a scavenger hunt for strange coins to buy the Galahorn from Zer. Now, I had always theorized that the Galahorn wouldn't come back until Witch Queen showed up late 2021. Well, Witch Queen got delayed, so it's possible Galahorn is keeping a similar uh, schedule that I had predicted. I was like, I think they're going to save that for Witch Queen. They're going to really want to pull that out of the hat when they need it most. Now, a new mode that's gun only and and two new maps well I'm sorry two returning maps and, and, a, and a new map and a new mode and a dungeon and secret missions and the planes of the nine that all sounds a lot like what destiny typically does the question is how reliable is this leak now I don't typically take leaks like this to the bank but this last portion of the report is what made me decide to cover this The information about the alleged 30th anniversary pack sits as part of a leak containing correct information about the most recent seasons. So the most recent season leaks that have been coming out, a lot of people have been like, man, it's very leaky over there at Bungie right now. A lot of the seasonal stuff, screenshots, pictures of the armor, information about the story, all of that started getting leaked again and coming out. And this information is sitting alongside of it. So this is like previous rumors that we've covered. I only really cover it when it feels like there might be some legitimacy because it's coming from somebody and somewhere that's getting stuff right. So if Bungie's going to try to use Halo-looking stuff to get people to come back from Halo Infinite, pretty strategic, but it might kind of feel a little pathetic. And as always with these videos, if you like my short gaming news videos, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. 
So there you go. That's the scoop. That's the scoop on that, right? They are, uh, they're, they're, that's the scoop on that with respect to, you know, what exactly uh, is is happening. In, in You can decide whether or not you believe that or not. If you're a paying member, you can submit questions now that you got the full scoop uh, on what you think. Um Feel free, uh, feel free to use the question command in chat or uh, in the Discord. Not before I see you in the next video. That's right. Why don't we just go ahead and slam out the other two stories really quickly, and then we'll go right back to Q and A. All right. Hit the like button, hit subscribe and the bell button if you like a variety show like this, and if you've got questions about these things, you can submit them. Uh, I'm just going to do the Steam Deck one now, since we're kind of in the mode. Um, there was no trailer to run for Steam Deck, so. Do you think they leaked it intentionally? It's hard to say. It's hard to say. Hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. This one's going to be about the Valve announced Steam Deck portable console, portable device. If you like these short gaming news videos, hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my consistent uploads over here on this channel. If you prefer live streams, head over to SNTR Presents. That's the main show, Monday through Friday. So, if you miss this announcement, Valve has announced, you can see it, you know, nice, nice little picture there for you, announced their Steam Deck, not to be confused with the Stream Deck, (laughs) the Elgato Stream Deck, completely different piece of technology this was announced on july 15th pre-orders go live today when i'm recording this july 16th if you'd like to snag one now GameSpot reported on this according to their report valve has announced a steam deck a portable steam capable pc that will launch this december starting at 399 dollars the announcement comes mere hours before the nintendo switch oled pre-orders are set to begin so Obvious, they're trying to kind of get into this market that the Nintendo Switch is uh, is obviously continuing to capitalize on with a mere screen update, and uh, you know it, Valve wants to be a part of this market. It seems the Steam Deck is a portable PC platform that features a seven-inch touchscreen, two thumbsticks with a D-pad, and a four-button control layout. The Steam Deck will play games from the user's Steam account using only the device itself with no streaming needed. A charging dock that can connect to external displays via HDMI or USB-C will be sold separately from the device. And you can also use other powered USB hubs if you have them already. Three models of the Stream Deck will be available, and there's a very important thing to delineate here. The $399 model is 64 gig and it is not an NVMe SSD hard drive. So it'll be a little bit slower, still a good device, still a good hard drive, but the 399 model doesn't just have the 64 gigs, it also has a different version of the hard drive. The 256 gig model has an NVMe SSD for $529, $529, and the 512 gig is $650. All three versions will come with a carrying case, while the more expensive model includes perks like exclusive Steam Community Profile bundles, and for the 512, you get anti-glare etched glass. So if you go all the way up to the really, really primo one, expensive one, you get the bigger storage and you get better glass. So, you know, for, for the for the front of it, which if you're carrying this thing around, sure, that'd, that'd probably be worth 
having. Pre-orders go live Friday, July 16th. Now, the most important thing to note about these pre-orders is that they have anti-scalping protocols put into place. I should have said this at the front of the video so people got this far for vital information. If you have not made a purchase in Steam prior to June of this year, June of 2021, you will not be able to pre-order right away. You'll have to wait until like Sunday. They're doing this to keep the scalping bots at bay. They're going to give people that are genuine consumers and have actually used their Steam account at least recently, prior to June of this year, to order them. After that, the floodgates are going to open and the scalpers will probably descend with bots and newly created accounts. So, if you want to order one, you're going to want to try and place your order before July 18th because that's when they're going to open it up to everybody. They want Those restrictions will fall away, at least according to what I read, and then likely they will really, really start to have trouble with demand if the scalpers and the bots do what they've been doing to the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and the S. As always, if you like these short gaming news videos, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. Okay. And then our next one is uh, is Netflix. Is Netflix gaming. Netflix gaming. <clears throat> Let's get that centered. Uh, what's good, Snow? Snow White, I see you in the chat. Uh, what's good, Die Bear? How are you? Seeker of Justice with a $5 tip. What the frick? How you doing, Bro- Broski? Thank you, Seeker of Justice, for the $5 tip through Super Chat. What is good, old soul? Good to see you guys in the chat. Smash the like button. Keep that chat going. Get those questions submitted. You guys are the best. Oh, hopefully Hervé's name did not bust the, the spreadsheet. Um, No, it didn't. Okay, spreadsheet is still working. Spreadsheet is still working. Alright, after we're done with these, we're going to go right back to Q&A. We like to make sure we record these during the stream. That way you guys get all the information. But also, we want to make sure that you have all the information. So if you want to submit questions, uh, we're nearing the halfway mark of the show. So it's a good time to just fully devote ourselves to q and I'm great, Snow. I'm great. Um, all right, here we go. <clears throat> Hey, thanks for watching another SNTR short. This one's about Netflix gaming getting closer to becoming a reality. They recently made some uh, some updates. If you like these short gaming news videos, hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss my uploads or head over to the main show, SNTR Presents, where I live stream Monday through Friday. Bloomberg reported on this, and we've already done a video about Netflix gaming Uh, a couple of weeks ago, but this is continuing to move the story forward. Netflix Incorporated, this comes from the Bloomberg Report, marking its first big move beyond TV shows and films, is planning on expansion into video games and has hired a former Electronic Arts Incorporated and Facebook Incorporated executive to lead the effort. Mike Verdu will join Netflix as Vice President of Game Development, reporting to Chief Operating Officer Greg Peters. The company said on Wednesday, Verdu was previously Facebook's Vice President in charge of working with developers to bring games and other content to Oculus Virtual Reality headsets. The idea is to offer video games on Netflix streaming platform within the next year, according to a person familiar with the situation. The games will appear alongside current fare as a new program genre. 
similar to what Netflix did with documentaries or stand-up specials. The company does not currently plan to charge extra for the content, said this person, who asked not to be identified because the deliberations are private. Netflix shares gained as much as 2.8% to $563 in pre-market trading Thursday. The stock has been up 1.3% this year through Wednesday's close. Pushing into games would be one of Netflix's boldest moves yet, In Verdue, the company has an executive who worked on popular mobile games at Electronic Arts, including titles like The Sims, Plants vs. Zombies, and Star Wars franchises. He also served as chief creative officer for Zynga between 2009 and 2012. So this guy knows how to make these short little cutesy pie, very successful, very monetizable games. So the question remains, will Netflix essentially be offering what amount to little silly mobile games that try to make lots of money? Recently, I went to the Apple store with my wife so that she could upgrade her iPhone, and Apple Arcade is very much growing and getting a lot of big names and titles like Sonic and SpongeBob and others to have an offering only on Apple Arcade. Netflix is attempting to barge in and and soak up similarly probably very similar products and if they can have alignment with movies and TV shows and different things that they offer on the service you might see a lot of people sign up for Netflix brand new saying hey those are some cool games there that you can only get there now a lot of people have asked me do I see Netflix getting into gaming streaming like the way that Facebook has or like when Microsoft tried to launch Mixer I do not think so. My prediction would be that this is only about games themselves being sort of an extra additive service to the Netflix offering, not getting into actual live streaming or gaming related content. Now, I could see there being like shows, documentaries, or things like that that's all pre recorded and highly produced, but I don't think Netflix is interested in anything live streaming related and especially not gaming live streaming related. Mainly because Mixer failed to get their platform off the ground and they had Microsoft financially backing it, and Microsoft said, no thank you. Amazon's been very publicly vocal about the lack of profitability of the purple platform twitch and facebook gaming is currently still in litigation for faking their viewership numbers to advertisers doesn't seem to be a lot of room in the gaming streaming market for anybody to break out and be successful so this will likely only be about games and gaming on the netflix platform as always if you like these short gaming news videos hit subscribe and the bell button and i'll see you in the next video <clears throat> there you go. There you go, chat. That's that's the segment. So we're going to switch to Q&A. That way we can go through the questions and everything that people submitted. We appreciate you guys so, so much supporting the channel and being here uh, for a big Friday. I know a lot of you are here because Destiny is in the thumbnail and uh, you're interested in what I have to say about the uh, the big old, old Destaruni. And uh, we appreciate uh, the support. Um, yeah, conversions are much better today <laughs> on impressions. Give me one second. If I forget to do this, then we don't ever have the videos uploaded. So we take these videos that we record um, and we upload them to our uh, our shorts channel and we do that so that we can have a channel that is purely uploads uh, this channel is all about live streaming 
and so I take everything that I just did and I slap it onto uh, an upload channel. So if you prefer an upload channel, you can use the shorts command in chat and help us get to uh, 5,000 subs over there uh, <laughs> because that channel is uh, is actually the little engine that could. It used to get all of my uploaded Destiny content and um, now it's just getting all of the variety segments that we do. And that little channel is like the little engine that could. That's what we call it. It just keeps on trucking. So give me one second here. Do we get a poll? Oh, I forgot to do a poll today. Yeah, while you guys are while you guys are waiting on Q&A to come back, let's do this. Uh, Destiny Halo crossover. Do you think it's happening? Right? Do you think it's happening? Yes. No. There we go. We should have done that. We should have done that when the uh, we should have done that when the stream started. We're supposed to do polls right at the start of the stream, and I'm just not in the habit of doing it. So I need to. I need to get better at that. I need to get better at that. That way, you guys can vote. Do you think it's actually happening? Mm-mm. Is Q&A over? No, I'm just moving some videos and I'll get Q&A back on the screen in one second. Yo, what's good, Vorian? How are you? Thank you to everybody today for uh, just being here and being awesome. Um, we greatly appreciate it. Um, again, if, you, if you're if you only here because like, oh, he's finally talking about Destiny again, we do this show Monday through Friday, and the show is very, very similar to what it's always been. Uh, so if you show up, we're doing Q&A. We're covering all kind of gaming topics. You can still keep me on the background like radio. Supports me, supports the channel, supports my family, and you still get, I think, a great, great show. So, let's get back to Q&A. Another question coming in from Bowers says, Should the Destiny and Halo crossover occur? Do you think it should be an Xbox exclusive since Halo is a platform exclusive, or just have to be redeemed from Xbox to play anywhere after? I don't think anything from Bungie at this point is going to be uh, exclusive to a platform. I don't think they're going to do that. I really, really don't. They're, they're, that's not what they're interested in. They have very much moved away from that. And I can't see them doing that this time. What I would think would be part of the negotiation would be, if, they, if this is actually happening, it would be super generic. And you would know what it is, but they wouldn't call it like Halo this or Halo that because then the property would be on the Sony platform. Hey, two bags of coffee to Brittany Humphreys. Thank you, Brittany. That was a while ago. That was like a half an hour ago. I'm sorry I didn't call that out. And then two bags to Zeno. Zeno becoming a member today and ordering some coffee. One, two, hang on a second. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 coffee orders today. Y'all are crazy. My kids are going to be super busy along with my wife getting all that ready. For those of you that haven't ordered the coffee before, I am putting handwritten notes in all of the orders as we get through the final bags. And my kids often put pictures on those and draw. 
and say thank you and they help bag it so this stuff is packed and shipped with love uh, and we greatly appreciate you supporting me and uh, and supporting my family by ordering that. The kids get a kick out of it. I'll show them the pictures on Twitter. I'm like, hey, buddy, somebody wants to know what this is. And he's like, that's an alien in a spaceship with two shooters. And I was like, okay, I'll let them know. <laughs> so, I this crossover would likely be really, really vague, right? I love the art that the kiddos send. Thank you, Brittany. They they think it's great. They love seeing it on, on Twitter when people tweet the images. Um, I think it'll be vague. I, I I see a couple of things happening. I could see like an exotic sidearm that looks like the pistol from Halo, and clear lore and and things about like this is a gun from ages long past and heroes you know once now and and heroes that are now unsung or something, you know. And it would clearly look like the the the, the pistol from Halo, and it would be like a sidearm. Right, I could see them doing something like that. They wouldn't say this is Halo, and they wouldn't beat you over the head with it. But it would clearly be something from Halo, <laughs> and I—that's yeah, what it'll end up being. I could see them doing an ornamental armor set as part of the pack, and that ornamental armor set is very clearly inspired by Halo. Like I, I 100%, you know, can can see them doing that. They would they would make it in a way where. It would be, it would be a clear head nod, and it would be undeniably, undeniably, Halo. But they're not going to call it Halo. There's probably all kind of intellectual property restrictions with respect to um, calling it Halo or the the you know, even putting like Halo intellectual property like logos and stuff there's probably all kind of stuff um a bunch of master chiefs running around would be a huge yikes oh yeah 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 i wouldn't be surprised um that if if they uh if they don't want it to i don't think they're going to try to make it look like master chief that's not what i it, it would be a clear head nod to maybe some armor like spartan armor or something I don't think that they would make you look like Master Chief. That would be... I don't think that would go over all that well. (laughs) And again, and again, I don't think Halo... I don't think 343 and Microsoft would want that. I really, really don't. I think the goal here is likely to do something fun, celebratory, a little bit of a head nod, and it it obviously can bring people back to the game, because... I'm telling you right now, people are going to take a break and potentially either temporarily or permanently walk away from Destiny's Crucible once Halo Infinite's, you know, PvP is available. I wouldn't be surprised if Bungie have had Halo-related concept designs on deck for years just waiting for the right time. I, I, I agree with that. It wouldn't surprise me at all. It really, really wouldn't, you know? Uh There's existing lore in the game that suggests Master Chief was a Guardian, though. Well, yeah. There's clear connections between the universes, but they've always been very tenuous and not not explicitly stated. So that's that's probably why this will also be pretty pretty vague and not explicitly stated. I don't think they're going to be like this is Master Chief's gun. Like I don't think they're going to do that, you know. Phil Spencer owes Bungie one for bringing Destiny to Game Pass. That's why this is possible. Uh, most likely, the pistol will come as an exotic, 
It's to celebrate the 30-year anniversary. Well, I don't know if they owe them one, Nalu. When you go on Game Pass, you get a pretty fat check from Microsoft. So, (laughs) I kind of walked away from Destiny at this point. Been playing Ark instead. For PvP, Warzone, and Overwatch, but I'm more of a PvE-er, right? I think Crucible numbers have trended downward for a while, and I think it's because there's a lot of other games you can play. There's Warzone, there's Apex, there's Fortnite, um, you know, and soon there'll be Battlefield 2042, soon there'll be Halo Infinite, and Halo Infinite's gonna be free, you know? The, 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 the PvP portion, you know? Uh, Google Beats, are you thinking this is going to give some comp to the Switch, the Steam Deck? I think the only thing Switch is going to have going for it now is first-party titles. The No, no, I don't think so. The, the Nintendo Switch has way more going for it than just first-party titles. Number one, it's Nintendo, and its fan base is ravenous and loyal, especially in the Asian market. Number two, their market saturation is insane. Number three, if they do in fact launch the Nintendo Switch Pro that's been rumored to still be coming, right... If that, in fact, is on the horizon, that'll also be another huge win for them because I I, I see that actually being how they... They're going to launch that alongside Breath of the Wild too. I think. That's what I think. I don't think Switch is in any danger here. The, the, The Valve Steam Deck, I believe, will be commercially successful. It will be good. It'll be a nice product for people that want it. But I don't think it's even remotely going to touch the market share that the Nintendo Switch has and will continue to have. Um, Now, if you add in what you said, first-party titles, that lands the plane. I mean, that doesn't just land the plane. That's like a bomb going off. Like, that is... That's the insane... uh, That's that insane strength that Nintendo doesn't even need to flex that to win this fight. Right? They don't. Nintendo doesn't even need to flex first-party titles to win this fight. They've already won the fight because of saturation. They've already won the fight because of brand loyalty in the Asian market. They've also won the fight with respect to titles that are not even promoted and marketed in the West that sell and do very, very well for them uh, in, 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 the, uh, in the Japanese market. So, I'm, at, th- at this point in time, I don't think anybody can touch the Switch. And I don't think Switch is concerned. I don't think Nintendo's concerned, like, at all. Um, uh, <laughs> really? That doesn't even make any sense. Um, so, let me go to the next question. Ashen Hollow says, Can Destiny even compete as a PvP arena shooter nowadays, or is it just too old now? This is a, this is a great question. No, it can't. I don't think it wants to. This is one of the reasons. See, people need to understand something. When I say Halo Infinite is going to pull players from Destiny, that's not me like trying to throw confetti in the air and be like, yeah, it's going to hurt Destiny. No, 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 no. If Bungie's proven something over the years, they're not interested in appealing to that crowd. That crowd just hasn't had anywhere to go. They don't have anywhere to go. And because they don't have anywhere to go, they they've constantly just continued to play and ask for Halo inside of Destiny. Now, if this leak is true and they're going to actually add a gun-only mode in Destiny, 
brother, I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be terrible. It's going to be terrible. When you go to mostly gun-based Destiny, it doesn't play well, and it's not popular. If, if when Destiny 2 launched, it was very, very gun-based, abilities and movement were a lot slower. It was very, very much like, a little bit like Halo, okay? And it led to lane camping, team shotting, and no skill expression. Everyone hated it, okay? A gun-only mode would save Crucible, says Heart of Quartz, with $2. No, I'm about to argue why I think the exact opposite, okay? Number one, I think a large portion of your daily Crucible player base is very casual. I think it's a very casual player base. I think they like stasis. I think they like supers. I think they like exotics. I think they like the boom boom. I do. I think a lot of the daily engaged Crucible player base is very casual. And they have zero interest in a gun-only destiny. Now, the competitive people that always say how much they want a gun-only destiny, all you have to do is look at the reception of D2 Vanilla and Trials of Osiris to see there's not enough of them to carry that game mode. There isn't. There are not enough of these sweatband-wearing, hardcore, I-want-gun-only. There's not enough players to sustain it. You also have to consider the fact that a lot of those players would go and play it and be like, you know what? I thought I was going to like this, and I don't. Case in point, Gambit. Gambit was loved when you played it at an event or you got to demo it or go to a conference and play it for a round or two, and it was curated loadouts. They gave everybody the same guns. Then what happened? The meta descended on Gambit, and everyone complained, griped, and and vacated Gambit. The same thing would happen with a gun-only crucible. A gun-only crucible would test well. They'd internally high-five each other. This is going to be great. We don't want this to come out half-baked. And then it would... I'm telling you, the meta will descend on a gun-only destiny and people will likely not not enjoy it. There could be... There'll be a... I think there would be people that would think it's amazing. There were people that thought double primary crucible destiny 2 vanilla crucible with double primary there were people that thought that that was excellent and far better than anything d1 ever did there were people that thought that some of them had podcasts that withered to nothing because their authority on the game became very much questioned and in doubt when most of the audience that supported them were like what is this apologism like why are you why are you defending this this is garbage those those guys those those bungee can do no wrong figureheads that thought that you know double primary and slow pvp and all that they thought that was so great all of their content died on the vine why because the actual players the actual community that had supported them over the years were like you are freaking wrong they never recovered a lot of them are still bitter to this day they're just bitter people like they're all they had to shut down all their stuff because it was going nowhere nobody wanted to listen to them anymore their authority on the subject was was clearly one of of uh it had more to do with defending Bungie than it did with uh, the, with what is good and what is good for the player base. Now, 
if if you go back in time and you look at the reception from the community at large to double primary slow crucible and you go with a primary only crucible now all it's going to take is the, the meta that for, for everybody to hate it go back in time and watch all of us play the destiny 2 demo i played the demo with some of the some of the best crucible players at the time and we thought it was good we thought it was different but we had fun then what happened the meta happened and everybody hated it so gun only mode will land people like this is fresh this is great it's so awesome not to be killed by stasis and then two weeks later two weeks later reddit and the forums and twitter and the streaming platforms will be nothing but salt they're like this just sucks this is not enjoyable. Not creators, but the community of people who supported Double Primary, I think were people who were afraid of the special heavy-only meta the game ultimately landed in. That's why I supported Double Primary. I saw this coming. I understood why people liked Double Primary. I remember thinking and saying Double Primary puts Bungie in the driver's seat. If a, if a heavy weapon is too strong, it's, you know, it's, a, it's, it's limited by heavy ammo, right? It's supposed to be strong. <clears throat> but it broke basic gameplay and destiny. Not being able to have a shotgun as your secondary, like it was so weird. It was terrible for PvE, and it was also not very good for PvP either. Five spot from Heart of Quartz. Things were different back then. Longer TTKs, slower movement. It was all kill trading and it felt terrible. Now we're faster and more efficient. So I want you to imagine Heart of Quartz. What is going to happen to the player base hive mind psychologically when suddenly they can only use guns, they can only use guns, and TTK is faster? What do you think is going to happen? What do you think people are going to do? They're going to sit around, they're going to butt hug and hold hands, and they're going to team shot. Why? Because in gun-only Destiny, that is going to be the most efficient way to win, is to team shot. Is just to completely and 100% land on teams. So, back when I played Call of Duty, I would love to play Team Deathmatch, and my friends wanted to go play Hardcore Team Deathmatch. And do you know why I hated Hardcore Team Deathmatch? The lack of radar and the incredibly fast time to kill made everybody hide, and it was boring. Constantly losing to somebody hiding in a corner because they were terrified to move the play flow completely slowed down and was an absolute snooze fest. I'm telling you right now, the psychological response to gun-only destiny, there's there's no way. Big disagree, it's like saying Crucible is awful because of momentum control. It's literally just a mode. Are you talking to, who are you, are you talking to me? I'm simply saying that a gun-only destiny, you you, you write this down. I've said this for years. I'm not going to suddenly change my position. I don't think it'll be popular. I don't think it will be well-received. It will slowly become more hated than the rest of Crucible once the meta descends on it. When you can't use ability to close lanes, open fights or move around, the game turns into lane holding. That's exactly right. I'm telling you right now, number one, most of the maps that are worth playing are old D1 maps. Most of the Destiny 2 maps, with the exception of Javelin, are terrible. The team that designed the maps designed D2 maps around 4v4 lane camping. And all those maps are flat, super linear, no verticality, no dynamics, and it's and it's very, very choke point heavy. 
Imagine playing on a choke point heavy map with lack of map dynamics and verticality for different approaches. Imagine playing freaking Bannerfall, guns only. I loved hardcore TDM and momentum control. If this actually lands in the game, we've got a lot of ifs. If this lands in the game, if they put a gun only mode in Destiny, I I am I'm confident that I end up being right. I'm putting my chips on the right on the right part of the table. Not popular, not well received. It'll be a dead playlist one month in. You know, it's also behind a twenty dollar paywall. No, no. No, they'll, they, they won't put Crucible updates and modes behind a paywall, Stu. They don't do that anymore because it fragments the player base. So no, they won't do that. Mark my words. It'll be, it'll be dead a month later. People won't like it. You also have to consider something. <laughs> Let's say this is actually happening. <laughs> Let's say this is actually happening. You're going to have a lot of people that are coming back to try it out after playing Halo on hold your hold your breath now dedicated servers do you, do you think people are going to come back to peer to peer gun only destiny and enjoy it after playing Halo on Deddies I don't think so <laughs> I don't think I don't think so go play Apex for a couple of weeks and then try to come back to Destiny on peer to peer and and yeah I don't, I don't I don't think this thing has a, has a chance I don't think they're gonna do it personally I don't think they're gonna do it I think it's I think this is part of the rumor that's not true I think this is part of the leak that's not true the leaked $20 bundle says it includes four PvP maps and a new mode plus exotics and skins right Stu and every single time they've added maps when a new season comes you don't have to buy the season to get the maps I think you're reading too much into it. The leak's not going to specify that the PvP maps in the mode are free. Every time they launch a season that comes with new stuff, new modes, new updates, or whatever, you don't have to pay to get access. They're not going to start doing that now, for frick's sake. Heart of Course with the $2 says bet. Alright, alright. Er, uh, Herve says, Gun Only Destiny would only work with team objectives like CTF. Maybe because there's a pressure to move around. Maybe. Maybe. The, pr- the intrinsic pressure of moving around and capturing and defending, you might be right. You might be right. I'm a sweat. I played nonstop during the beta and Trials of the Nine. A gun-only mode will be absolutely terrible. It's a massive step backwards because only top-tier players will sit in that playlist. Guess I'm in the minority. I would love to have a gun-only mode, especially if they just did a curated loadout. Well, but now you're asking for... You are asking for truly just Halo. If they did gun-only and they did curated loadouts, well, that's a different discussion altogether. That's not even... That's not even Destiny at that point. You're not even being able... You're not even getting to take your loot into the Crucible. I think it's momentum control is to prevent too much ability spamming, but the PvP system overall needs a rework on ability regen, TTK, and super duration. Remember Countdown? It was an objective game. Yeah. Bungie's shown their vision for PvP is non-existent. Just look at the lack of fresh modes and no new maps for almost two years. I'm skeptical regarding their implementation of gun only. 
Do you know what you want to know what I'm skeptical of? Of them having a crucible team that knows or cares or is working on anything. Has, has their crucible team launched a new mode that's done well outside of momentum control and like scorched is fun, but scorched is literally just people running around with scorch cannons. Just because I missed you for two weeks. Oh, thank you, Snow, for the 10 spot. Thank you for the 10 spot. I also take payments in pictures of your husband. So, you know, get that OnlyFans going. Five spot from Norberto. I haven't played D2 since your banning. I blamed my busy life, but here I am excited to play after you're talking about it this morning. Best D2 creator. <laughs> Thanks, Norberto. Yeah, the best D2 creator who can't play. Maybe the reason there's been no significant PvP updates is because they're working on dedicated servers. <laughs> oh, come on, bleep. Come on. The next season will be Crucible Focus? Oh, I don't know. You said momentum control was successful and you don't get abilities in that mode unless you get kills, so... Yeah, you get abilities and the and the guns kill really, really fast. So it's like Mayhem... It's like Mayhem and Gun Only had a baby. You're, ta- you're, you're, you're talking about... Come on. If you think momentum control is proof that a gun-only destiny can be successful, I await your apology. I await your future retraction and apology. Momentum control is nothing like what a gun-only destiny would feel like. You know? Hey, Christina! Getting that red badge. Thank you, Christina. We missed having you around. Hopefully everything's going well for you. Glad to see this. I miss your destiny talks. Thanks for coming back. Or thanks for being here whenever you're here. Deddies would be a complete overhaul of the entire back end. Yeah, they did an interview when D2 launched. I'm trying to get him to pose. He's being difficult. Well, you know. I've not seen any new stuff from you. Are you not doing it anymore, Snow? I, I, I've not. I, I check periodically, cheering you on from the sidelines. Like, you go, girl. Or whatever I'm supposed to say. I, I don't know. I... I get conf- I get confused about all of that. <laughs> like, yeah, you you do that thing that you're doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know. Good good job. Way to go, team. At a at a boy. At a I don't know. But I hadn't seen any new posts, so I was like, I wasn't sure if you were still doing it. Harder courts with the two spot. My preference is I don't like long time to kill games. Oh, no, I get that. I get that. Long time to kill can be can be sluggish. Christina says, I'm good. Glad to have a minute to drop in. Uh, hard at working, finding a new job. Well, good luck to you. Good luck to you. It's so discouraging to watch a studio load season after season of content onto an ancient foundation with a very stubborn and narrow view of updating it. Well, they did an interview, Italian, about the Tiger engine saying they can't imagine ever developing the game not in Tiger. You know what I mean? Sapporo Premium Black Lager. I, I I can't order that. I have to order that next week, Sven. I I'm, I'm I'm I've been ordered to take a week off. We have to go through what's still in the fridge. I'm gonna be drinking like I I think hard seltzers tonight. I'm like, oh brother, they're easy to drink though. It's like drinking soda. Uh, I'm writing that one down so that the next time I order, which would be next week. I gotcha. I gotcha. It's written down. 
Um, the return of the TikTok bandit. I know, she's like the TikTok bandit. I was looking for some spice on my Instagram. I'm like, where's all the spice? You got banned off TikTok. Go wild. Let's really release your inner spirit. And it's nothing but quotes and stuff. I'm like, whatever. And then Hex is being a shy tiger, you know? Come on. <laughs> Hard seltzers, yuck. They're not bad. They're smear knobs. My wife bought them and she doesn't like them. So I'm the, I'm the family goat. If something's not being consumed, I'm the one that ends up eating or drinking it. <laughs> so, no wine or liquor. No, wine makes me sli- sleepy, and I don't, I don't know. I, I like having liquor here and there, but I don't. I typically stay away from it. I don't know. I liked having Kraken in the house, but my gosh, Kraken would sneak up on you. I'd wake up the next day and be like, what the frick? I, I don't know. I have an easier time with, with you know, have a can keep going have a can keep going I don't like yeah, the hard stuff is I don't know I did like having Kraken and coconut rum in the house that was that was good that was put put that put that in a drink mm, yeah but I'm avoiding I'm avoiding caffeine now I have coffee in the morning and that's it I don't have coke anymore I'll have like maybe a coke once a year uh, once a year once a week and um, I, you know Kraken and, and coconut rum with a little bit of coke in it late at night is probably not the best idea because you know get yeah as as die bear says I'm getting old. <laughs> is Q and A started or am I just in time? We're we're doing Q and A more more often now throughout the show, kind of as a backdrop to the show. So you need to stock up on that dragon's milk. I like dragon's milk, but it's heavy, man. It's heavy. I drink one and I'm like, Ugh. like I feel like I ate a stack of pancakes. You know what I mean? What's this Kraken? I'm curious. Oh my goodness, Kraken rum? Oh, if you like rum, Kraken is one of the best you can get. And I'm telling you right now, it's scary because it is so smooth. It is so smooth. You'll have a drink, you'll be like, oh, that was really good. Two drinks later, you're like, it's Kraken. It's my new best friend. (laughs) You got to be real careful with Kraken. Kraken is aptly named. It's like beneath the surface hiding in the murky darkness of the rum. And it'll pull you right down under. <laughs> it is. It's It sneaks up on you. Usually when something has high ABV, you can feel it and taste it. Not Kraken. No. Yeah, you're after you're done with your second drink, you're like, I'll have another. And then all of a sudden you're like, uh... <laughs> I think I'm feeling it. <laughs> uh, I'm, 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 I'm being facetious, but I'm also being serious. Be responsible and be careful with Kraken, because it is, it is one of those ones that'll sneak up on you. So be, be, be cautious, be careful, and and use Uber and Lyft if you if if you're out. Um, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. A fifteen dollar Uber is going to spare you and others of, of terrible thing. Be very careful with that stuff. <laughs> I'm I'm being serious. It is, it is sneaky. Torchwood with a question. Considering Bungie can't even properly balance the PvP of their current game, what chance do they stand at a successful PvP-only title while they're currently developing? You gotta understand something. You have to understand something. If, if you set out to build a PvP-only title, it ends up being very different than what Destiny is. Destiny is... At its core, at its heart, it is a PvE looter shooter, and PvP is sort of tacked on to the side, right? You ever seen a Harley Davidson or a really nice motorcycle, and then it's got like that sidecar? 
PvP is a sidecar, okay? And I'm not I'm not being mean or 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 like or, or slamming it or anything like that, okay? I'm not. I'm not I'm not trying to be like snooty, but it's true. It's it's kind of the sidecar, right? And like any sidecar, it's gonna feel bumps in the road and feel imbalances in the road a lot more severely. Okay? So if they set out to make a purely PvP only game, let's just say that's what matter is. Uh I think they're probably going to have an easier time making it into a good game. Also, if they build it on a different engine, if they build it on a back-end <coughs> infrastructure that can integrate with dedicated servers, you're talking about a very very different game, okay? So to be fair, just because they've struggled with PvP and Destiny over the years doesn't mean they couldn't make a successful PvP game, right? As you, me as much as the next guy would love to take cheap shots at them, but I don't, I just, I just don't think so. I don't think we can conclude that, yep, yeah, there's no way they, they, they can't pull it off. It'll be terrible. I, I I don't, uh, I don't think so. Hey, we got a bunch more subs over there on gaming. Thanks, you. Thanks, guys, for supporting the gaming channel. I appreciate it. Um, keep your Kraken in the freezer. You're welcome. Oh, you are rude, Alex. Guys, be careful. <laughs> if any, if anybody ever tells you to put your vodka or your rum in the freezer, you gotta, you gotta be careful. <laughs> you are, you are trying to get people at, sloshed, Alex. I know your tricks. I know your tricks. They made Halo, they're totally capable. Well, a lot of the people that made Halo aren't there anymore, so. You gotta remember that. You gotta remember that. A lot of people that may help make Halo aren't there anymore, so. Yeah, Alex out here trying to kill folks. <laughs> if you put your rum and your vodka in the freezer, you can have twice as much because it's cold and you can drink it faster and the molecules are closer together. <laughs> None of that is true. <laughs> uh, he's out of line, but he has a point. That's right. Toaster with a question. With the Steam Deck now officially announced, do you think PlayStation will come back to mobile gaming market with the success of the Switch and the hype around this? I can't see why not. I'm going to go out on a prediction here and say no I don't think so I don't think Sony is going to suddenly say hey you know what we should do we should we should get back into the mobile market I, I don't think so who said dragon's milk I love you thank you for the two spot heart of quartz creature said dragon's milk somebody had me buy it a while ago it was good it was good it was good enough um, all straight alcohol tastes better frozen not frozen, you mean you mean exceptionally chilled, right? Exceptionally chill. Uh, so, I would say I would say I would say that uh, you need to be careful no matter what. You need to be careful no matter what if you're if you're gonna be uh, doing that. <laughs> Maybe go read what happens when you do that. All right. <laughs> I once had a lovely lady tell me that mini beers in Europe were better than regular sized beers because they stay colder longer. (laughs) Uh, Practically no one that made Halo is there. I think Luke Smith is the only notable person 
which everyone in the community uh, likes to hate on. Yeah, I always, I always defended him. Um, probably shouldn't have at this point, but I did. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always, I always defended him, uh, and because uh, I, I felt like he got, a, I felt like he got a bad rap most of the time. So we, uh, we used to debate that up. We would debate that up one side, down the other about, you know, was he to blame for for all the game's problems. We debated that a lot, actually. <clears throat> Looting in the heat of battle. Uh, oh, quality of life update to Fortnite. Have no fear. Preferred item slots are here. Setting you sort of pick up the inventory slot, you designate more control. I thought they put that in the game a super long time ago. I've swore, like, if you wanted a shotgun or a rifle to be in certain slots, I thought there was a way to do that. Or maybe it was just that the health could automatically go a certain way. You called him Moses? Yeah, yeah, I called him Moses. I believed that he could he could take that game to the promised land. Um, he still may have some tricks up his sleeve after Lightfall. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Almost 500 likes on the stream. Take our poll in chat. 400 votes. The Destiny Halo crossover, do you think it's happening? Be sure to cast your vote. Is my question on Q&A? Uh, let me check, Coyote. Hang on. I don't see it. It didn't get It didn't get through, Coyote. Silent Warrior with a question. It's been 600 days since Destiny 2 created any maps for PvP. The leak shows possibly two new maps and two maps from D1. Do you think this is enough, if true, to keep people going? I do need. I, I want to go back and make sure Toaster got his answer. I don't think Sony has an interest in doing anything mobile. That's my prediction. I don't have a lot to base that off of, other than the fact that they're just they're focused on the PS5 production, first-party titles, and porting games to PC right now. I don't see mobile fitting in that strategy. Um, do you think this is enough? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, here's the thing with this whole 600 day number with with crucible uh yeah and the chick-fil-a bagel sandwich is no more that happened in louisville like a month ago when my wife told me i thought she was pulling my leg i'm like are you freaking kidding me yeah they simplified their menu they simplified their menu because of uh because it because of you know everything going on in the world so yeah i was kind of i was kind of bummed because i i would have gone one last time I would have gone one last time and uh, and gotten another one, uh, but I, I didn't know it was happening. So uh, it's unfortunate because I really really liked it. I, I turned a lot of people onto that sandwich. I was like, oh man, it's the best sandwich you can get. So is it enough? No, two new maps. Let's imagine that the leak is true. So what I'm about to say is presuming that the leak is true. Okay verbatim right from the mouth of Bungie true we're just going to presume that it's true it is by design only being done to pull people back from Halo Infinite I'm not going to do this destiny killer nonsense I don't buy into that mantra I've never bought into that idea that a game could kill destiny but Halo Infinite being free 
is going to pull people from Crucible. Like, Red Dead Redemption 2 launched, and it pulled people from Destiny as an entire game. Like, all numbers, PvE and PvP went down when Red Dead Redemption 2 launched. So, if we think that Halo Infinite's launch and a completely free PvP experience isn't going to affect the Crucible numbers, you're freaking crazy if you don't... There's going to be an effect. No doubt. No doubt. So, I could see them saying let's do something to bring people back you know and that's all it's designed to do a couple of maps an exotic and maybe some some ornamental sets that are clearly inspired by halo and that's it you, like if they've proven anything their their motivations are not very strong to invest in crucible they've not done much with it over the years they just haven't and i mean trials is now a meme you know Trials is a meme at this point. It's a half, it's a, it's a raw, we don't want it to come out half-baked, and it came out raw. Like, it's a meme at this point, so. Not gonna lie, I miss you in the Destiny community, my guy. Glad you're still doing your thing, and I enjoy your content. Well, I've said this multiple times today. If you've not been here because of life and personal stuff and work, and, you know, the world's kind of going back to normal, so people aren't here as often. If you're not here as often because of that, then ignore what I'm about to say. But if you've not been here as often because I'm not sitting here talking about Destiny every day, you should consider coming back on a regular basis because it's the same show. I would be like, hey, we're going to talk about Destiny bounties today and we would spend two hours debating Star Wars or comic book movies or whatever. And we still do that. And Steam Deck, Netflix Gaming, Destiny Halo Combination. Did you see how many questions we got today? People were asking about the Steam Deck almost as often as Destiny. People are asking about Netflix Gaming, right? It's the same show. In fact, the show is quite a bit better, honestly. It's more structured. It gives you more opportunities to pick my brain about other things. And we're playing a lot more different games. We do the talk show in the morning and gameplay in the afternoon. Today, we're launching a brand new segment called From Fridays, playing through From Software Games on Fridays in anticipation of Elden Ring. And I'm going back to Dark Souls today. So, if you, you know, if if, if me getting banned from Destiny you know, drove you away from the channel because you're like, man, I just really missed the Destiny coverage, then I gotta tell you, we're st- I mean, we are still really just doing the same thing. Oh, you don't get, you know, a 45-minute Q&A only about Destiny and a 10-minute video about Destiny? Yeah, well, the rest of the show, the other three and a half hours of the show is just what it always was. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just what it always was. So, hit subscribe, hit the bell button, get back in the Discord, you know, get your membership going again and enjoy the show, you know, enjoy the evolution of the brand. It's been, it's, I think it's been really enjoyable, you know? So next question from Lathos. If Halo and Destiny crossover is a proper one and Bungie and 343 team up, couldn't that be a great thing for both games? Or do you think it's just PR move? I don't think it's going to, I don't think they're going to work together. I think it's mostly a PR move. Yeah. You've, you've, if you've been here this morning, you've heard me say this enough times to kind of know what my answer is, or, or would have been to this if you would have if you would have been earlier in the line. Now that's a reason if you're a paying member, you can submit questions the night before in Discord, or uh, you can show up really early in the morning, right when the show starts, and get your questions in. We we allow you guys to do that. So, um, so they just missed the, your ship in orbit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ghost phase. 
With the Steam Deck announcement, do you think high-quality Wi-Fi networking is a rate limiter to true market potential for handhelds? Well, I mean, that's only if you're playing an online game. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think people that want to play online games or PvP games over Wi-Fi on a portable, I don't think that's the market that the Steam Deck is being marketed to. I think it's being marketed to people who love to play Steam games, indie games, or whatever, and they've got a long commute, or they're in situations where they've got lots of time to play, you know, on the go. I don't think this is this is marketed to, or I don't think their target market is. I don't. I don't think their target market is is uh, is people that are worried about the Wi-Fi. You know what I mean? I I just I just I don't know. I just don't. I don't think that's the market. I don't think that's their that's their goal. And and to be honest. I don't think it should be. If you're trying to get your your portable gaming device off the ground, I think the last thing you want to do is target online PvP players. I think you're going to set them up for frustration. You know, I was thinking I could buy a Steam Deck and play Destiny 2 at my buddy's house. You could, and it wouldn't be bad for PvE games. If there's a little latency or a little lag, that's not that big of a deal. But PvP? Eh. And I don't think the you know, high-quality Wi-Fi network, I don't think that's going to keep people from buying a machine like this. I, do, you, do you see what I'm saying? Like, you know... You, you know when you watch something on your phone over Wi-Fi that there might be some buffering and there might be some quality degradation, but you still do it. If you really want a mobile gaming experience or you really, really want this gaming device, I don't think you're going to be like, well, the Wi-Fi will cause some lag every now and again. I don't think that's going to bother you. If you're a highly competitive PvP player and that's generally all you play, then this thing's probably not even on your, even remotely in the frame for you. You're not like, you're not even paying attention to this. People like that want, they want a killer setup, they want mouse and keyboard, or if they're controller, they're, they want to they remove any possible latency or input delay or anything, right? Mobile cloud streaming, people think that's the next thing. I think mobile cloud gaming is going to be huge, actually. Yeah, I do. I think it's going to be huge because it already mobile gaming already is huge, but I don't think it'll be huge for PvP players. PvP players will play a couple of times and have some bag lag or latency or input delay and they'll be like, this sucks. But most of the market doesn't do that. If you look at the mobile market, the mobile gaming market, if you look at the gaming market in general, a lot of those folks are uh, are more casual. And I think I think that says I think that says a lot for why, you know, cloud-based gaming will actually be very successful. And it will be embraced by a lot of people because a lot of people don't think like Eugene or others about oh that there's input de- delay and latency I don't want to play if they ever stop limiting net speeds it'll fly until then no you're still going to deal with, with, with packet loss and, and ping though even if speeds go way up you're still going to deal with potential packet loss interference and other things that mobile cloud gaming is always going to struggle I think in in the competitive realm I don't think it's going to struggle in the casual gaming world, and the casual gaming world is enormous. It's huge. Vasilios says, Slightly more lighthearted question. Is there a weapon from either Destiny or Halo that you would like to see feature in another game with a crossover? No. No. 
even if I still play Destiny, I love the sleeper, but I wouldn't want that to show up in another game. That would hurt it. That would that would turn it into a gimmick. It would it I, I love its its design, I love its mystery, I love the lore behind it. Um and to have it in another game would be weird. You know what I mean? Um His question should work in the live stream chat creature. It should work just fine in the Discord. I don't know why Nightbot didn't grab it. Oh, it's because he put a period at the end of the word question. They can submit questions in the live stream chat in Discord. It'll work just fine. People have done it this morning already. He just appeared at the the period at the end of the word question is is hurting it. I thought Steam Deck played stuff natively. It does shenanigans, but if you're playing online with somebody or you're playing an online game, it's going to use your Wi-Fi to do that. It's not streaming the game the way that Steam streaming works, but it would use the Wi-Fi to connect you to the internet so you could play with somebody else. Bowers with a question. If the Stream Deck is a success and it works as advertised with handheld 8K 60fps and docked 4K 120, do you think that we could see the Switch Pro we are all hoping for next week in the next year or two? Seeker of Justice renewed their membership, got that pink badge with that awesome pink hair. Welcome back, Seeker of Justice. Thank you guys for coming back in and helping the membership kind of bounce back. We were in the 800s. There was a while there where we were high 800s and we really wanted to hit 1,000. And we're and we're rebuilding now. We're, we're in the high 700s. So thank you everybody who has become a member or renewed their membership. Uh, the join button or the join command in chat lets you pick from five tiers of membership. Starting at $5 a month, it gets you a badge, emotes, increased access in our Discord, and you can submit questions to Q&A. But if you're not a paying member, don't worry. People can testify today. I interact with chat regardless of membership. So this is just to keep the spreadsheet clean. That's all. Um, I don't know where you got your details, Bauer, but I don't think it's going to be... It's not going to be 8K60 and 4K120. I don't, I don't think that that's true. I don't think the internals are strong enough for that. It's not even... Uh, yeah, it's 800p. It's not even 1080. Sorry, my car got canceled by my bank. Uh, I forgot to update. Oh, you're good, Seeker. No worries. No worries. Yeah, if you guys think you're a member, double check to make sure you still are. Because, you know, it, uh, it you're, it'll lapse if you don't make sure your payment stuff is updated. YouTube's done some weird stuff in the last... Uh, the spec sheet says it supports that. From Friday starts today. Yeah, in the afternoon. It's not an evening thing. The evening streams with Hilly aren't going anywhere, but tonight I'll be playing Plague Tale by myself and drinking and killing Hugo. And that, But that's that's just because Hilly's got uh, family in town. So I don't think it's going to hit those numbers. How the frick is it going to hit those numbers? It's not even as strong as... It's not as strong as a PS5 or an Xbox Series X. And those ones are going to struggle to do 4K60 in some games. 4K60 is the target for for the director's cut of Tsushima. But up to 8K60 or 4K120? Gee, many Christmas. What freaking games are going to be able to do that? It's 4K120 dock? It's not strong enough. I don't understand why they're even saying that. It's, It's... What do you... What, what game can you play right now on the PS5 or the Series X that does 4K 120? Those machines are stronger than the Steam Deck. I don't even know why they're saying that. It's weak. It's weaker than those machines. 
that's weird that they're even saying that. The Xbox Series X is 12 teraflops. The Steam Deck is 1.6. External connectivity, though, DisplayPort 1.4 is what they're claiming. Oh, the DisplayPort will support up to that. I mean, I don't know what in the frick game that you're going to play that's going to be so stripped down. Like, what, like a side-scroller or something? That can support that? Like, if a side-scroller is outputting 4K 120? Maybe? Like a like a cartoony, pixely, you know, side scroller. You ain't playing a you ain't playing a 3D game and even coming close to that. You might be able to get 1080 60 out of this thing. I don't know. <laughs> Dracus Pander says, "Is the inertia of don't fix it if it ain't broken, coupled with the fear and the comfort of the familiar, the main reasons a dev avoids experimenting with changes to their loot systems?" Oh yeah, we talked about this a lot today. How a lot of what Destiny does and doesn't do is driven by what keeps people uh, playing. It's not about what's good for game design a lot of the times. Um, apparently the Xbox Series X and the S was the number one platform in the US for the month of June in dollar sales. The Switch still led in units. It was the biggest June ever in the Xbox brand history in dollar sales, breaking the previous record set back in 2011. Huge results in a big month for Xbox. I think Xbox is is, is going to be is going to do just fine. I think they're going to do just fine. Um, um, I'll see if any. Th- no. Mother in law is a fire dragon. Grandmother in law is an acid, acid spitting dragon elder. There we go. It supports those displays. It doesn't mean the actual content will be displayed at that. Right, right, right. I think Ori and the Blind Forest can play it at 8K on the Xbox. Huh. The device is strong enough to run a Switch emulator. That's <laughs> oh, good, that's good. Yeah, but we talked about this a lot this morning, Drac. It's just like a lot of decisions about games. Is, it's not about what, you know, taking the game forward, making the game better. It's about keeping people coming back. And the sunk cost, the sunk cost addiction property of Destiny is one of the main reasons they don't like to change stuff. It's one of the reasons they don't like to give player agency in that game. And when they give you player agency, they add 18 hurdles. You know, nightfall specific drops were, were were awful in their drop rate and in their their setup. The the helm table combined with the um, umbrals was awful. It's like, hey, we're gonna give you intentionality and agency, yay! And they're like, there's like 25 steps, and the turnover is so slow. Oh, you want that gun with limited perks? You're going to get one every three to four hours. So you can't really truly farm it. It's too truncated. It's too too compartmentalized. And they do it on purpose. I don't think they, I I think it's how they keep, it's, 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 they want to have a captive and returning audience. It's, it's so much of their design structure is built around that now. Freebird says, do you think that this rumored content is Bungie finally admitting that they're chasing the ghosts of Halo? It sure feels like it to me. 
I'm not being unkind today. I try to be truthful, and I might get a little sharp in how I talk about the game and the company, um, and their their dishonest, you know, lying community managers. I, I I've but I don't know if they're chasing the ghosts of Halo. I don't. That doesn't. That doesn't feel like. That doesn't. No, we don't want to put the number question that we're on because when people realize I'm close to the end, they go nuts. So we keep that out of the frame now. <laughs> we keep that out of the frame. But I don't think they're chasing the ghosts of Halo. No, 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 no. Personally, I, I get the, I get the feeling, I get the feeling from the direction of the game and the seasons and the people in charge. That if they could be a purely PvE game, I think that they would. They would be. I don't think they can afford to. I think too many PvP-only players come back every season and buy the seasons in the expansion because they want stasis in the exotics because that's what typically becomes the meta. Yeah, I don't think they can afford to do what they truly want to do because it would be too damaging to their return player base numbers. You know? And I think what Eugene is saying, you got to remember, like, they didn't want to make Halo anymore. I don't feel like they're chasing the ghosts of Halo. I feel like if this actually ends up being true, if this rumored content is true, they're just trying to keep that engine running. You know, the Crucible engine kind of runs on fumes at this point. You know, it'll, it'll spurt up when new content comes out, and then it coasts right back down, you know. Uh, Herve says, um, why would Microsoft allow Bungie Microsoft's IP and destiny if it isn't a joint promotion? It just depends on how they do it. You know, it just depends on how they do it. Bungie puts emotes in their games that are, are clear references from other things, but they don't call it that. So they could put things in destiny that are clear references to Halo and they don't call it that. And so Microsoft's not quote not quote unquote allowing them to do it. It's just Bungie can if they do it if they're careful. Another question from Herve. Bungie know Bungie knows Destiny 2 is a game that is active in waves. Might this joint promotion not just be a win-win for both? Again, I I, I don't think that 343 cares. I think 343 wants Halo Infinite to be massively successful and they don't need Destiny's help or Bungie's help in order for that to happen. This to me is smacks of desperation more than anything. We're going to lose a bunch of players to Halo Infinite when it launches and Crucible's going to be in bad shape. We need to get cross-play off the ground because the PlayStation audience will keep things going, but we got to have something to bring people back. Do it around the holidays. You played Destiny, you played Halo for a month? All right, well we're doing this cool thing over here. Come back. And people would. People would. Old Soul with a question. Do you think the Steam Deck is going to force Epic EA and others to play nice with Steam? Um, no. Because they they said that you can install uh, other thing, other launchers on it, according to what somebody said in the Discord. Now I don't know how. I've not confirmed that. That could be a rumor. I don't know if there's people that have that that, that, that can confirm that. But uh, somebody put it in the Discord saying they've already said you can put like Epic and other things on it. So I don't, I don't know if that's uh, if that's been hard confirmed or not, or if that was just somebody speaking about what they like a rumor that they heard. I don't think Epic and EA have to play nice with Steam. 
you can install Windows on it. Oh, well then, I mean, yeah. Because they called it a, a portable PC. So, it's a portable PC. Even. It was stated in the blog post from the devs. Okay, there you go. So, it's a portable PC you can install Windows on. Well, that means that the other, you know, Epic and EA, don't they don't need to play nice with Steam. I, I, you're not going to see Epic play nice with Steam anytime soon. <laughs> you're not. You, you're not. Did you, did you, were you guys here when we talked about the pricing protection that they do to keep Steam on top? No, I don't think so. Hey, a bag of coffee. Another bag of coffee sold to Seeker of Justice. Thank you so much for doing that. Yeah. I, you, you are nev- I don't think you're going to see a whole lot of love between Steam and Epic anytime soon. I, I don't think so. No. <laughs> Steam has made it very, very difficult for anybody else to enter the gaming market as a as a as a launcher or a platform or a storefront. They have very much protected their dominance. Big time. Big time. Everybody got mad at Epic for buying exclusivity. The truth is that was their only way to enter the market with all of Steam's pricing protection stuff in place making it really, really tough for people to even be remotely on the table. Yo, Hawk and Rain, what's good, man? Nice to see another red badge. A lot of red badges today, guys. Thank you. Dan, with the next question, can you agree that the reward outweighs the risk if Netflix tried streaming? They have 200 million subscribers as a base and the infrastructure model is already built. The reward outweighs the risk. You have to understand something. The infrastructure is built for people to come watch uploads. Live streaming is a whole other animal. You have to build ingest servers. You have to build ingest servers that are stable. You need ingest servers across the globe because if you have people trying to stream in Germany, California, or Kentucky, you need ingest servers that are close by. So they have to buy, purchase, and invest in an ingest, in, ingest server infrastructure that's stable and reliable. That has to then engage with the front end of Netflix for watchable live streams. Live streaming is just a whole other animal that you could be right. The potential reward does outweigh the risk and the the investment given they have 200 million subscribers. You know, I would, I would love for them to get into it and I'd go, I'd go over there and take a crack. I think a lot of our highly curated content would do well on a platform that's all about highly curated, highly produced content. I think Doc would also be good on a platform like that. The question would more so would be I, I don't think that there's a out of that 200 million, how many would be interested in watching like a live gaming stream? How many would give a crap? How many would be like what is all of this? Why is this cluttering up? You have a potential of risking your your brand's identity and then losing subscribers as well all while spending you know lots of money to build a streaming infrastructure uh, to, to get it off the ground so Mythrax with sunsetting gone what do you think would incentivize players to change their weapons and armor I'll be honest removing sunsetting was a bad move oh gosh um Netflix uses AWS, and AWS was a white-label purple service. I think the lift for ingest servers is minimal for them. Oh, really? I didn't realize. Oh, well, 
Yeah. I mean, Amazon basically used Purple for tech research. I still think Amazon's cutting them loose eventually. Um, Not to mention building chat from scratch. Well, Eugene, did you notice we were doing all those watch parties? All the watch parties because of 2020 and, and, and working from home, staying at home. Disney added that right into their infrastructure. So it, I don't think Netflix would struggle um, to do that. Um, I like that the poll you have in chat. That's cool. Yeah, there's a poll right in chat. You don't have to leave to take the poll any longer. Um, he says removing it was a bad move. Not everybody agrees on sunsetting. A lot of people thought it was good. It shuffled people forward. It made you it made you go and chase new stuff. Um, I'm not debating sunsetting again with this community. I don't want to do that. I, that's one aspect of covering destiny that I don't miss. Um, I sharing the CTC love. Thank you, Seeker of Justice, with a five dollar tip through super chat. Um, I, I think they're never going to get out from underneath the shadow of the awful loot decisions they made when Destiny 2 launched. I think that shadow loom lar- looms large and they'll never, they're never going to get out from underneath the shadow of it. I just, I think they made terrible loot decisions when the game launched and they'll, they'll, they'll never get away from it. They'll never get away from it. I'm not going to debate or defend sunsetting. I'm just going to tell you that the loot system um, that they've implemented and the way they implement new loot and the way they do perks and the way they handle power fantasy, I think they're always going to be living in the shadow of year one. Um, They're always going to live in that shadow. And that shadow has got all kinds of problems. It has problems of poorly launched sunsetting, poor communication about sunsetting, uh, poorly implemented sunsetting and walking sunsetting back. Like, what a freaking joke that was. Just a disaster. It was misrepresented. You had one of the community managers that I, I, I can't believe he's still a community manager because I think he's, 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 one, he's single-handedly, I think, one of the worst community managers I've ever seen. He was part of the problem because um, he got on Reddit and misrepresented sunsetting at least two different times before it launched. And then the other guy... Um, the other the other community manager who's been there longer, the one that publicly lied about me, um, he got on Reddit and and undercut and refuted what the other community manager had said just three or four months prior. Like th- sunsetting was a disaster from moment one. The communication on it was 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 awful and inaccurate. It was awful and inaccurate. And then when it was implemented, it was it it, it was ter- it was truly half cocked and not ready. So, but the reason I, I think no matter where you land on was sunsetting good or bad, or should they have removed it or not, forget all that. They're living in the shadow of a terrible loot system when the game launched, and I don't think they're ever going to get out from underneath that shadow. I think you're always going to be chasing marginal side grades of weapons that you basically already have. When I got banned and couldn't play the newest season and I saw people putting screenshots of guns they were getting in the Discord, I was like, I, my eyes are open. Like, this is... These, I already have that gun. Right? So, 
The game was not built to scale. Nope, it wasn't. When Destiny 2 was originally built, they didn't build it with the, with the mindset of you playing it in July of 2021 and, to, and continuing to chase loot into 2022 and 2023. It wasn't built for that. It wasn't. It's like when you go to somebody's house and they've done like an add-on in room or like an added sunroom and the house is really old and the new, the new stuff just doesn't quite look right from the outside and the inside just doesn't quite fit. And I don't think they'll ever get out from underneath a shadow. I don't. I think the loot system will always feel like a... Uh, it, it's, it's always going to feel like... Don't I already have... Don't I already have this? Have you ever watched a movie? Have you ever watched a movie or a TV show or an episode of a TV show or mostly a movie? And you're like, I think I've already seen this. And you haven't. It's just that the plot is so similar and predictable and so cliche that you have this weird sense of movie deja vu. You're like, I swear I've seen this. I know what's coming. I know what's going to happen. I know how it's going to end. I just feel like it's a loot it's a, it's a loot system laden with deja vu. It's like I feel like I've already gotten this gun before. I don't think they're ever going to get out from underneath of it. Because they're essentially trying to stretch dough made for one pizza into 18 pizzas and they're just having to constantly, you know, reuse and restretch and re and revitalize and eventually I think people are just starting to get sick of it. I think people are just starting to get sick of it. They're just like, I, this, I, I'm, I'm playing content that feels incredibly familiar and chasing guns that feel incredibly familiar. And it's a fun game. It's a very playable game. And the gun and the loot and the, and the ornaments, the art team always nails it. Every time, everything looks fantastic. So a lot of folks just keep on keeping on because it's just a satisfying hobby. They don't care. They don't care about activities and guns feeling very similar to what they did three months ago. They don't care. Because it's a, it's a fun game. It's a satisfying game. It's a well-built game. It really is. You know? So. Coyote says, Do you think it's possible that the old rumors from last year about Microsoft in talks to buy Bungie could have actually been talks for a collaboration for Halo? I actually think a lot of those leaks about potentially being bought was when they were discussing Beyond Light and Game Pass. That's what I think. I think in the midst of those talks, there could have been a potential, hey, what would a buyout look like? And I think Bungie probably quickly shot it down because they didn't like when the when those 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 articles started hitting the the airwaves, right? It isn't fun, is it, Bungie, when gossip and rumor mill hits the airwaves and misrepresents you? That's not very fun, is it? Yeah, when the shoe's on the other foot, it kind of sucks, doesn't it? Well, they didn't like that because I think they probably shot it down right away. They're like, absolutely not. No, we're not interested in that. I think the talks with respect to like Game Pass and Beyond Light, I think that was was what more than likely started the rumor mill gossip about like, oh, Bungie's in talks with Microsoft. It was probably just the Game Pass stuff. And somebody may have thrown it across the bow and been like, what would a buyout look like? We love your product in your game. We love it. 
and then nothing nothing ever came of it so and then the articles were running with it like it was true oh man imagine that imagine a gaming news outlet running with an article that represents rumors and gossip as, as if it's true when has that ever happened before so they they weren't they didn't appreciate those articles right so I don't know I don't think I don't think it got any further than maybe it was it was mentioned one time in passing if that it might have never even gotten mentioned just the negotiations alone for the the game pass thing could have gone through the grapevine it's amazing isn't it it's amazing how powerful gossip in the telephone game is to distorting the truth isn't that phenomenal the power of gossip and the telephone game in distorting the truth is that interesting that it goes from Bungie and Microsoft are in talks for Game Pass and Beyond Light and it gets turned into Microsoft wants to buy Bungie isn't that crazy isn't that crazy how distorted the truth can get when it's gossiped about and it goes to the telephone game of a community that's crazy isn't it so I, I don't I don't I don't think there was ever any official discussions I don't because if you're the CEO, Parsons was very strong publicly in being like, this isn't true. You're not going to go out and say that if internal documentation or a recorded phone call can hit the airwaves and make you out to be a liar. He's not. No, he came out strong on that because it wasn't true. Imagine that. Imagine coming out strong and saying this isn't true and there's no counter evidence to, to prove that it is true. Man, that's just crazy, isn't it? Lord of Time tinfoil hat on the Halo Destiny collaboration and Beyond Light being on Game Pass could Bungie and Microsoft be getting close to an acquisition no similar to the last question I don't think so I don't I don't think so no Ashen Hollow what is the definition of a live service game nowadays are publishers and developers trying to make a new word for them since it's become such a dirty word um yeah, I, I I don't know. I think you're probably right that companies are going to avoid the word. Um, because didn't when they've talked about Halo Infinite, I think we have our indication from how they've talked about Halo Infinite that companies don't want to say live service. They don't. They say ongoing experience, ongoing story, ongoing narrative. Um, they talk about seasonal content, but they're not going to come out and say live service. They're not going to do that. So, you know, I I think you have your proof in just recently how both like Battlefield and Halo are talking about seasonal content and ongoing story, ongoing experience, and not saying live service. I think it's why people can fly before Outriders came out. They were like, it's not a live service game. (laughs) You know? Yeah, Living World right evolving world evolving narrative yeah these are terms people are using now to get away from saying live service evolving ongoing yeah and it makes sense because yeah everybody's doing it then you you, know, you want to move away from it because then it starts to feel like man is every game going to become a live service is every game going to try and take a crack at this I think Anthem is one of the last games in that coffin I think the last nail in that coffin Anthem did so poorly everyone's like oh my gosh live service is like a buzzword now don't say you're a live service game you know 
It's also not the greatest marketing term, as, as Gil, as I'm sorry, as Salty is saying. It may sound too technical, right? It also not only not only is it kind of a, a, a dirty word now. It also just doesn't really. It's like what the frick is live service? It sounds like a tech support, you know. Our live service is here to support you. Like it doesn't sound very marketable, you know. Yeah, Avengers didn't help either. That's right. Gilly with the next question. Do you think this could be a complete crossover with Halo Infinite getting popular armor sets from Destiny like Zavala, Saint-14, Salad, and ETC? Or do you think it's one-sided? If I'm 343 and I want Halo Infinite to be successful and as Joseph Staten has said, they want to appeal to both new and old and they want it to be an ongoing experience where your Spartan continues to dive into the stories and stuff... I don't think they would want to do that. No, I think that would really dilute and sully that. People running around looking like Savala and, and Saint-14 and Saladin, I, I don't think that's a good decision. If I'm 343, I'd be like, no, that's going to completely dilute our brand. That's not our goal. They've got a 10-year plan, and, and they've actually said this. This is not like me memeing. They have a 10-year plan for Halo. And Phil Spencer comes out says, we're confident in Halo. This is not make or break for the franchise. It's going to be around for 10 years. And we believe in 343 and their handling of Halo. I don't think all of that, and then all of a sudden there's going to be like Destiny armor in Halo. I, I don't think that that would, I don't think that they're going to do that. They have a lot of reasons to not do that and to firmly establish themselves as an ongoing, long-standing franchise of Microsoft. Halo, right? They don't want to, they don't want to dilute that or water that down. I don't think so. Sven or Echo Hammer off topic with from Fridays does this mean you will do a replay of Sekiro and finally kill Lady Butterfly maybe maybe Sekiro is like the least popular of the bunch so Sekiro is long down the list I want to go through Dark Souls 3 and Demon Souls first that's that's kind of what we're that's where we're setting our sights that's where we're setting our sights and maybe one day we'll even do Ghost of Tsushima on lethal that wouldn't be on a from Friday though so John Hall, on a positive note, I love what D2 is doing as far as telling an actual story with the game without players having to read lore tabs. As much as, I, as, much as I'm angry and wish I could play and, and I've been critical of them today, that was one thing I was praising them before I got banned. I praised them for the fact that, that yes, they, I thought their storytelling was the best it had ever been. I, I thought it started with the... What was the um what was the what was the mode where uh the interference missions with Eris the interference missions with Eris to me were the beginning of much better storytelling. I thought as soon as once they got in that lane and that mission concluded with the court of uh it was like the court of Oryx but it wasn't Oryx um I thought that was excellent. The court of um why well, forget her name now? She's all about deception. Uh, Savathun, the court of Savathun. I thought that was excellent. And people didn't agree with me, but I, I thought the storytelling was getting better and better. Chronic Spin Dash. If Destiny brings the Magnum into the game as an exotic, how do you think it would function? Exotic perks? Eh, I'm not going to really speculate. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't care too much to speculate on that, other than I, I think that it'll be a clear reference to Halo, but they're not going to use words like Halo, I don't think. Lord of Time, off topic, everything about giving Fallout 76 a go on Fridays, it's come a long way. Well, Fridays is going to be about from software for the time being, as long as I don't break a controller or blow a gasket or, or pass out or have an aneurysm on stream. So, 
Um, let me do something. Okay, let me do something. Let me, um... What in the world? What? Have an aneurysm? Yeah, playing really hard and frustrating games. Anyway. Uh, let me clear Q&A, because a lot of people were hitting their question limits. And here, here near the tail end of the stream, what we like to do is turn Q&A into more of a off-topic, random, uh, ask-me-anything. So, I'm going to take a brief break. While I'm gone, do me a favor. Try to roll the likes over to 600. If you're here today and have enjoyed the show and haven't hit like yet, it's free to hit like. It is also free to hit subscribe. We are here Monday through Friday. It is a safe-for-work broadcast. It's kind of like video game radio uh, in the background. Uh, so you can you can, you can can be here and keep me on and just kind of listen and lurk. You don't have to worry about what I'm going to say. There's also gameplay in the afternoons. So do me a favor, hit like, hit subscribe, hit the bell button. Uh, and uh, consider becoming a member if you want to take part in Q&A. Paid membership start at 5 bucks a month. It supports me directly, and it gets you all sorts of... Uh, it gets you all sorts of benefits and perks and things in our Discord, as well as the Q&A. It gets you a badge. It gets you emotes. Okay? So, I'll be right back. I'm going to take a quick break. You might see some ads. If you don't see ads, don't worry. We don't run a lot of ads. That's why we kind of push the memberships, because that's a, that's a better way to support instead of constantly hitting you guys with advertisements. Okay? I'll be right back.
Okay, I am back. Thank you guys for sticking around and being dope. Um, we got we got a question here from uh, Ashen. So you guys can submit uh, off-topic questions or more like personal AMA questions now. What would be good for From Software Fridays? Metal Wolf Chaos. It's wild and fun. Huh. Not heard of that one. Ashen says, This talk of streaming services made me nostalgic for the days of rental stores like Blockbuster, going out to dinner with my parents as a kid, renting a game like Off-Road Challenge to play with Dad on Nintendo 64. Any memories like that for you? Yeah, we had a place that was within, whoops, was within walking distance of our home. And it was called Tip Top Video uh, when we were growing up. Uh, we could and we would walk to Tip Top Video, and that was a place that had and and actually had a pretty dope selection of uh, Nintendo sixty four games and Super Nintendo games. So I remember going over there and renting games like Clay Fighter sixty three and a third. I remember renting. Descent was it Descent? I remember renting Forsaken that game was actually really dope that game was kind of slept on uh, by a lot of people uh, that game was good um, and I'm trying to think of some of the other ones that we would consistently rent there was a couple that we rented that ended up being terrible but I remember we were uh, Wrestlemania, I remember renting Wrestlemania to play with my friends and we would make our own characters it was the black cartridge Somebody ended up buying that because we played that one so much. We wanted to have our own copy. That was kind of how we treated it. We treated it like a... We treated it like a, you could go and sample the games and um, and then know which ones you wanted to buy, you know? Uh, WWF No Mercy? Yeah, what was the one? It was like... NWO versus the versus WCW. That one had like all of the um, like the ninja characters that could do like the moves where you'd like grab them with your legs and spin around and slam them down. Um, that was the yeah. I, that, I think that was WCW versus NWO. I think. Um, hang on, N sixty four. It was W. CW versus NWO versus the New World Order, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that was the one. Yep. Yeah, it's got it's got Hulk Hogan on the cover. Uh, that one was a really, really dope game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. World Tour. Yep, you're right, Wiggly. World Tour. WCW versus NWO World Tour was freaking awesome. Not the revenge one. Not the revenge one. It was the it was the World Tour one. That one had like um really it had like yeah like Rey Mysterio yeah there were characters that were Rey Mysterio and then there was a couple others that like they would wear the mask and they had all like the ninja style moves because there was Mysterio and then there was two others they were like brothers or something I can't remember now um we played that and then Wrestlemania 2000 was like a black cartridge and you could make your own characters and you could make their entrance music 
and we would make the most stupid, hideous people we could and just beat the crap out of them. It was so fun. Um, what was the one on Classic NES with the mermaid-looking guy? Um, what Where it would say, like, winner is you? I think that was just called Pro Wrestling, wasn't it? Um, it was, was it just called Pro Wrestling? And it would just say, like, winner is you at the end, I think. Um, and you could play as Starman. There was Starman. There was, like, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, and there was the guy that would do, like, the chop. King, King Corn Karn, I think, was in that game. Um, it was just regular old pro wrestling. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it, and it had, um, and it had... Uh, it, it, I remember Starman, King Corn Karn, and then there was like the, the one guy literally looked like the creature from the Black Lagoon. He was like he looked like he looked like a, a like a like a fish man with like fins on the side of his head. Uh, yeah, yeah. King Corn Karn would do like this weird chop move, and Starman did like a cool uh, kick, like a like a kicking leap thing. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was fun. It was a fun fun game. It was kind of hard. I remember it being kind of hard. It was uh you could body slam Starman until he wouldn't get up anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, not Kane. This didn't have real people in it. The swamp guy would chew on the opponent's head. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I remember that. I remember that. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that was uh, that was that, that was a fun game. That was a fun game. Any Perfect Dark fans? Yeah, me and my friends played Perfect Dark all of the time. We loved it. We loved it. Um, oh, Victor actually still has his. Yeah, he's got the freaking cartridge. That's hilarious. Um, uh, let's go to another question. Uh, right now, you can ask off-topic questions or just general, more personal AMA questions. Um Tommy Humphreys, are you streaming with Hilly this evening? And if so, what are you playing? Hilly has family in town, so I will still be streaming tonight over on gaming. Use the gaming command to support SNTR Gaming. That channel is all about uh, shorter streams, indie titles, viewer requests. We're doing a viewer request over there today of Proteus. And then tonight I'll be playing through A Plague Tale on the PS5, and I'll be trying to kill Hugo as much as I can and uh, drinking and laughing. It's going to be a great, great time. Make sure you guys are subbed to the gaming channel. We're rejuvenating that channel. We're bringing it back. Um, If you don't have a membership over there, that's a way to have uh, multiple memberships. Um, Since you can't do gifted memberships, some people were double dipping and getting a joystick. We've got a badger emote over there uh, and all kind of stuff. So, Hope to see you guys tonight. Hope to see you this afternoon for From Fridays here, Dark Souls 3, the Proteus game request over on gaming. And then Plague Tale tonight. Fridays are very, very full. Lots of content, lots of games. Make sure you're subscribed to all the channels uh, and all the various funnels that we uh, that we play. What will you be drinking tonight? Uh, what would the drinking game be tonight? Oh, uh, Plague Tale. Plague Tale on PS5. You might have just missed me saying it. UK Stobbs, did you get to finish Ratchet and Clank? Final thoughts on the game. I've not got to finish it yet. Ratchet is a user here and upgraded to the tier that lets them request games and they continue to request it so that I can work my way through it. It's very kind of them. If you guys upgrade your membership, there's two memberships that can help you dictate what I play. If we get enough people at tier three, we'll start doing uh, video game voting in the discord. So if enough people upgrade to tier three, we'll do that. If you go to tier four, you can pick one game a month that I have to play. Um, so 
whichever you feel like doing it's very generous it's it's an increased version of support and it, 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 it i really really greatly appreciate it um especially as we we're, we're we're batting around different ways of doing live streaming on youtube we went back to one topic thumb dauntless because i addressed it this morning i said my instinct to no longer cover one topic for two hours how we change the format and we do q a more throughout so the content's more fluid that change was one of the best decisions we've made i've been in a better mood i've had a better time and i think the stream content has been significantly better but going away from that thumb was a mistake we love that thumbnail we think that thumbnail represents us and our brand well. So when you go to gaming, SNTR Gaming, SNTR Shorts, or here, SNTR Presents, it's it's consistency in branding. So yeah, we went back. We went back to that thumb because we liked it too much to leave it. And um, I, I, was, I, I, I knew the format was the right choice, but we didn't need to change the thumb. The thumb was actually doing just fine even when we covered multiple topics. So how's Jerry? Jerry's good. He's still here. He's still here. Somebody sent me a badger and we named him Jerry. Uh, he helps me when I get angry. I'm going to need him today when I play Dark Souls, I think. Uh, we are starting over in Dark Souls 3. I couldn't get my save file off my old rig. And the last time we played it, we played on the Xbox just to show off the FPS boost. But I don't want to play on the Xbox. The resolution's too low. Yeah, Kena Bridge of Spirits. It's not out yet. It's not out yet, Top Reply. We will play that when it launches. That launches next month on the 25th, I think? It's late. It's late August. It was supposed to launch in June or July, and it got bumped back. So, yeah. Um, Robert Jones, can we get a recap of your latest cyberpunk experience? Do you feel the same? So, I'm going to continue to play Cyberpunk because people keep telling me I haven't given the game enough time. I haven't given the game enough time. And yesterday, I was hitting my fourth or fifth hour with the game. Um, I was hitting my fourth or fifth hour with the game, and we got out of the tutorial, out of the prologue. And at the moment, my criticisms are pr- still pretty much the same. The prologue and the pacing in the prologue is terrible. Uh, the dialogue and the voice acting is really inconsistent. Some people are really good. Some people are not. A lot of times the line delivery doesn't work properly. So someone would be like, dude, where are we going? And then the other person just sits there and takes a really long time to respond, which really, really kills the immersion. Um, so to me, to this date, I still maintain that Cyberpunk doesn't feel like a AAA game. It feels very sloppy and, and, and kind of slapped together. And the first four to five hours is a terrible uh it's a terrible ramp and inroad to the game and people are like you just don't like story games you don't know who the frick you're talking to I-, I love story games i loved the slow mysterious and well done opener to death stranding i've loved the story and i've listened to every cutscene, every side quest dialogue element in ghost of tsushima i've loved that game and its story um and i also really really love uh, Hellblade and it's storytelling no Hilly your question did not get through um, so I will go back I will go back and play it again and continue to and, and continue to reevaluate my thoughts on cyberpunk but as it stands it's a game that makes it really hard to love it's it's really hard to love that game and hard to get into it um, so yeah uh, 
That's plenty. That should be fine. Don't get bent, did you say? <laughs> Don't get bent? <laughs> Don't get bent. <laughs> my, wife, my wife always tries out sayings, and it's adorable. And she just brought me my lunch, and she said... Because yesterday, I kind of gave her some grief. She brought me, like, a hot dog and a couple of peanut butter crackers. And I was like... Oh, that was like a snack. It was a snack. I was starving at dinner. And she's like, she brings us. She's like, don't get bent. There's more coming if you need more. And I was like, don't get bent? <laughs> Thank you, Mama. Thank you for my lunch. I appreciate it. This here? Okay, this is a new pancake recipe. Yeah, I think it'll be better hot. I think the, I think texture and flavor is good because I know you're you're you know you're not using eggs obviously. Yeah, it would need to be warm and probably a little bit more syrup because it was. Mm. It was a little dry. Oh, what's this? This is an apple thing. Apple disaster is like a mess. Oh, good. Hmm? Do I feel at home because I'm a disaster? That apple thing is actually really good, yeah. The, the, the pancake, I could, uh, you know, I could take or leave. I'm not a big pancake. I'm not a big pancake person. So I'm, I'm not the best person. But, yeah, it's good. No white sugar. Okay, good. Good. Nice. Nice. Don't get bent out of shape. Yeah, yeah. It was just funny the way she said it. Like, don't get bent. I don't know. It was funny. <laughs> she, 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 she likes, she tries to say my man. Because I, like, stop. She wants to sound like, you know, the like, like the people that use that expression. She'd be like, Come on, my dude. Come on, my man. She's like, is that how they say it? I'm like, babe, just stop. <laughs> you know, I'll take the trash out or something. She'll be like, Th thanks, my dude. Thanks, my man. She'll be like, is that how they say it? I'm like, babe, it's you don't you don't have to say that saying. You know. Yeah, yeah, like from like from um, Aquaman, my man, right? I'll say that to my boy. Like he'll do something. I'm like, that's my man right there. And she'll be like, thanks, my dude. Thanks, my man. <laughs> I think it's cute, so I, I don't mind it. Nothing will ever top this. Yeah, my man, he gets caught by uh, Cyborg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got another question. We're doing more generic, more off-topic off, uh, or AMA questions as the, as the stream uh, comes to a close. But don't leave because after this, we'll be going over to our first edition of From Fridays with Dark Souls 3. And King Salty says, if you could speak with a younger version of yourself, how would you admonish or encourage a younger you without revealing the events that have happened from that specific point off onward? Um, oh, man, I don't know.
I mean, obviously, I would I would admonish that person to like not feel shame because like shame leads to self destruction. It's why I hang out with people. It's why I hung out with people that I shouldn't have been hanging out with, and I trusted people that I shouldn't have trusted, and I, you know, was drinking and engaging in in that and and taking you know drugs and trusting people that I shouldn't have, you know, and that was a result of self destruction, which you do that when you're sort of riddled with shame because shame short circuits love like you think you're unworthy of love so you just self-destruct you just you sort of just self-sabotage right so if i could somehow find a way to tell myself that i don't know though like this is one of those things where this question comes up a lot like what would you change and to a certain extent the person i am today i like who i am today like i feel like i'm stronger i'm more patient i'm in i'm in probably the the healthiest place i've ever been mentally and people trying to hurt me and and having so much taken from me is part of that journey part of the lessons i've learned about resilience and prioritizing the right things and the closeness i have with my wife and family and the closest i have with some friends that have leaned in I don't think I would have that if I hadn't gone through what I went through. So obviously I grieve it and I'm still angry about it and I would love for people to get what they deserve for doing what they did and I would love for lies to be exposed and for for real villainous behavior to be drugged into the light. But at the same time it's like I am who I am because of these things that that have that have taken place. So I'm not like thankful for them but at the same time it's like I don't know if I would want them to go away I don't know if I would want to go back and rewrite my story like I don't think the path that I was on was leading to a better version of myself I don't think that it was I think I I needed to get pushed to another set of train tracks that group, that circle, that life, that the, the, the traveling and the partying and that environment and those those, the, the, those individuals, they're not good people to be around, I don't think. It's why most of those circles of friends are very small and have never changed and expanded. Um, I've told this story before. There was a, I was reading a book. I think it was, I forget what it was about. It was like a suffering or something. Something in that realm or something. Um, uh, and, he, and it talked about how they were doing this biome science experiment and they couldn't figure out why the trees would get so high and just fall over they couldn't figure it out the trees were healthy they didn't have disease they, they were trying to create like pristine environment to study these plants and these different things and they discovered that it was the absence of wind that from the time a tree is a sapling to as it grows, the wind bending it back and forth is one of the reasons wood is so resilient and strong. It's one of the, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful resource for furniture and for building. It is, if you think about wood and what we use wood for, it's actually pretty incredible that you can just go out, chop down a tree and that wood is so strong, right? So the person was making an analogy that like who you are right now the winds that have blown you sort of back and forth and have tried you and they've bent you but not broken you have made you who you are today so 
I don't know if I would go back and be like, oh, avoid that person or this person or don't do this because then there would have been some other path that would have been fraught with its own mistakes and its own errors in judgment, right? I would have still ended up making mistakes. You can't go back and remove every mistake you've ever made, every bad relationship. You would be a different person. The the outcome would be you'd still be a flawed individual. You would still be somebody who dated the wrong person or had somebody break your heart. If you didn't date Jane, you would have dated Susan. Do you see what I'm saying? Like Something still would have happened. There would still be damage. You would still have scars. You would still have experienced hardship. If you went back in time and removed all that hardship and all those trials and all that sorrow, you would just have a different version on the other end. It would be a completely different person. For better or for worse, there's no way to truly know. I So, one of the things I've learned through insane, insane loss, I mean, we're talking like incalculable loss and psychological trauma, like true and genuine trauma, not like trauma you can talk about in a twit longer or a stream, not trauma that you don't even seek professional help for, but you use it as a badge to get clicks, like actual psychological trauma that brought out real effect, real debilitating anxiety and depression and physical manifestations in blood pressure and palpitations. Like, these are things that happen. You learn to accept. You learn to accept that the fires of life either burn you and destroy you or forge you into something stronger. And I don't think you get forged into something stronger unless you take on a mantra of acceptance. Like, this was the card that I was meant to be dealt. It's like when Gandalf tells... He tells... Um, <clears throat> he tells Frodo, you were meant to find the ring. Frodo's like, I wish, I wish the ring had never have come to me. And Gandalf says, so do all who see such times. But then he outlines how, like, you were meant to have this. Like, this was meant to happen. And that's a comforting thought. Like, he basically says, the lot that has been cast for you, what's fallen into your lap, was meant to. And that's comforting, isn't it? To be like, well, this is this was, this was the card that I was supposed to be dealt. And so, I'm saying this after three years of therapy and a year of therapy, specifically dealing with everything that happened. And... So I don't think I would go back and be like, oh, I don't want to be, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be friends with those people in high school or that person that broke my heart or that person that abused me or whatever. Um, now you can't get this twisted. You have to affirm and grieve the terribleness of it. You're not going to be thankful that like, if you grew up in a home where you were like abused, you were not like, I'm so thankful that no, that's glib. That doesn't, that doesn't honor the pain and grieve over the terribleness of it. If you had terrible, a, a terrible parent or a coach or somebody who abused their power and hurt you and damaged you in a deep and significant way, you don't like get glib about it. Like, I'm so thankful that my baseball coach did that. No, you say it was terrible. You affirm the ugliness of it, the horrificness of it, and you grieve it, but you accept that it happened and then you grow from it and learn from it. And when you do that, you're never going to want to go back in time and like be like, well, I wish I hadn't joined that baseball team. No, it has shaped who you are today. So, 
That's 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 some heavy sledding. That's one of the reasons I want to launch the personal channel and the personal project, so we can get a little bit deeper into some of this. But that's that's my answer. If everything hadn't changed, you'd still have a plasma TV. <laughs> Regret is nothing more than a lie that you missed out on on plan A and you're somehow on plan C. That's all regret is. Regret is just a lie that there was some alternate path for you in life you missed out on. No, there's only this path. There's only this. There's only now. Regret just lies to you and says, if I had only you know, not gone to that event or not been friends with that person. That's just a lie. That's just a lie to shackle you to non-movement and misery. I mean, you can you can be at one level thankful for it, creature, but that doesn't make you glib. You're not like, I'm so glad I, ha- I grew up in an abusive home. You're like, no, it was sad and terrible, and it was awful, but it's made me who I am. You see what I'm saying? Like, I think you can hold both things in your hand, right? If you get glib and disconnected from it, you get like almost like, I'm thankful that happened. Well, that's just stupid and foolish. And that that's not going to firmly plant itself and root itself down in your heart and help you grow and flourish from it. That's just, you're disconnected from reality. But also becoming too despondent and like taking on the role of like a victim, like, oh, I'm never going to amount to anything. This horrible thing happened to me. Both ditches are dangerous, but they're limiting concepts, right? One limits the other acknowledging it's being terrible but also understanding it's made you who you are today they both keep you from falling off into those extreme pits of despondency and despair or completely detached from reality glib person who grins through all pain like you're not living life as it exists sort of somewhere else like both of those ditches if, if you hold both things in your hand this was terrible and awful it shouldn't have happened to me and it wasn't my fault and at the same time it's made me who I am today like it's the, the, this this was this is my journey right and if you hold both then i think it's how you maintain balance on the subject of like having crap in your past
Demetrius says, do you have any interest in playing or discussing Final Fantasy XIV given the recent hype? I don't know. I, I keep giving that game a big maybe. I just don't think I, I just don't think it's cut out for me. I don't think it's cut from the cloth that I like to like to wear. I tried getting into Final Fantasy XIV twice now and bailed both times. Yeah, I just don't think it's going to be suited for what we do. I don't know. <clears throat> to emerge from it, it's likely more to do with the people around you than yourself. Oh, 100%. I can say this with absolute confidence. If I would have been a bachelor and went through what I did last year, I wouldn't be here. I don't think I'd be here anymore. There's plenty of people that have gone through much less and they don't make it because they're on their own. They don't have a support system. It literally happened the week after. There was just, it just, somebody wasn't, they didn't have a support system and public, public harassment and mistreatment and abuse got to them. It just, we pulled them under. I had a support system. I had a therapist. I had a wife. I had, I had, I had people around me that were, that were there to to carry me through it because I wouldn't have made it. I would I would not have made it on my own. There's no way. Seeker of Justice says, Are you a G.I. Joe fan? If so, what do you think of the new Snake Eyes trailer? I've not seen the new trailer. I've not seen the new trailer. I grew up liking G.I. Joe and playing with them at my friend's house and stuff, but I was not like a huge diehard. Uh, I was not a huge diehard G.I. Joe fan. Preacher says, LOL, the random a-holes minimizing your struggle with dust yourself off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, or or there's the people now that are like, he should just get over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> those, those people are my favorite. Some of these people would have a mental breakdown if they lost their phone or had their phone stolen from them. 
right? Imagine losing a six-figure business that provided for your family and bought a house and bought a new car for your family and it spent you spent half a decade building it and it's gone the blink of an eye. Somebody pushes a button and it's gone and you'll never you can never get it back. All on all based on lies. Like imagine imagine having to push through that and just quote unquote get over it. <laughs> yeah. I was sustained I was sustained by something else. I, I didn't I didn't walk through that on my own. There's just no way. <laughs> There's no way. Uh, Lord of Time. Did you finish Loki? Yes. My thoughts? Loved it. Beginning to end, loved it. The style, the clothing, the setting, even the music. I loved it. During a global plane. Yeah, yeah. Also during a time where, yeah, the whole world was like... (laughs) The whole world was in chaos, you know? (laughs) Uh... I'm push send tweet and walked away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not easily eligible for what little social net uh, we were given either. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I liked it, but no spoilers. Yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, King. I'm not gonna. That's not, we're not doing that on this channel. But I appreciate the question in the Discord, King Keys. Do you think a possible collab with 343 could actually hurt Bungie worse? I don't think so. No. No, I don't think so. I I just think it would be something minimal, generate some money, generate some attention, that's it. Um, B420 Greenside, Knights and Wizard or Space Fantasy and Cyberpunk theme. Knights and Wizard or Space Fantasy and Cyberpunk. Uh, yeah, man, it's a hard choice. I think I'd go Space Fantasy and Cyberpunk. I think Knights and Wizards for me is just, I've done it so much from Skyrim to Diablo 1, 2, and 3. I, I think I would need, I would lean away from it. Uh, Hilly says... You're moving to Mars. You can only take one game, one album, and one movie. What are you taking? Oh my gosh. Um, one, one movie, I would take Dead Poet Society. One album, I would take... Uh, golly. Um... I don't even know. Probably explosions in the sky. All of a sudden, I miss everyone. Just because I can always listen to that. And most of the other bands and stuff that I like, you can't always listen to them. You kind of have to be in the mood for them. It's also like really like comforting and like life-giving music. Same with Dead Poet Society. And then one game? Man, I don't know. I really don't. That one, that is tough. Probably Hellblade or one of the Ori games. I don't know. Agent says, Mortal Kombat news topic or playthrough when? Probably never a playthrough news topic. It would have to be really relevant. I don't have anything to say about those games, so I don't like to cover stuff like that. Seeker of Justice, can you tell me why I always thought Chick-fil-A was spelt 
Sh- Chic Filet. What's going on with me? 70s baby here. It might be the writing style, maybe, because of the because of the curse of writing style. I don't know why you think that. Is there a book you read that had an effect on your life after reading it? On your social and private aspects. Oh gosh. Um Yeah, but this is why we need that other channel. <laughs> yeah, I would say yeah, there's a handful of books that have been Oh my, not even a handful. There's a lot. There's a lot of books that have been um very, very influential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atwood said, going off of Hilly's question, what book are you taking? Taking. Uh Yeah, I don't know. I obviously for me personally, I'd probably take the good book just because even if you even if even if even if you don't think that that it's that it's worth that's worth reading it's it's too full of of great stuff great poetry great stories uh great life anecdotes great wisdom you talk about a massive scope of literate literary style and yeah i would take the good book <laughs> can lono read yeah i can no someone's reading these questions to me you guys can't hear it what edition? I'll stop. <laughs> uh, the children's version with all the cool pictures. <sighs> that felt good. That was fun. Those were good questions. <laughs> that was fun. Those were good questions. Uh... <laughs> Halo Destiny crossover. I want my battle rifle. Uh huh. <laughs> I bet you do. Uh. Appealing to the hardcore base has killed the player base. Loads of people jumping ship. They're getting hit from both ends, homie. I don't know. Hardcore players feel the same way, I think. Alright, here's what we're doing, chat. Here's what we're doing. Um, First and foremost, somebody ordered coffee about 15 minutes ago. Two bags to Craig Tone. Thank you very, very much, man. You guys went crazy with the coffee today. Here's the thing. Live redirect on YouTube should take you to the next stream. You can see there from Friday. We're starting this segment today as a fun lead up to Elden Ring. Every Friday we'll be taking a crack at a From Software game. 
to try to move our way through it. Alright? Now, here's the thing. Alright? Um, I have to start over in Dark Souls 3 because I lost my save because we're on a different gaming rig. And the other day when I played, we were on the Xbox. So it's probably good just to start fresh. We'll have a playlist. Hopefully we end up with a full playlist of me actually getting far in these games. Um, and getting better at them. So Dark Souls 3 and Demon Souls on PS5 will kind of be the first two that we try to move through. Um, and so even if you only come over and hang out for like 30 minutes or an hour or so, we go over, we do that for two hours. Then we go to gaming and play a game request, Proteus. Sven requested Proteus. And then tonight on gaming, I'll be playing Plague Tale and having some drinks. So if you hang with me the rest of the day, we're going to stay right here. It's just going to redirect you over into another stream on this channel. If you're watching on a TV or whatever, if you leave, um, it should it should let you uh, go back to the main channel, my main channel here, and it should be the featured video. It should be the featured video. Um, and so you can use that, or you can use... Um, the link in chat, okay? I'll put a link in chat, and if YouTube stops acting weird and gives me the short and condensed version, it's not going to, so we're going to use the long version, whatever. Um, what is going on? Why are those, like, gray? What is going on on YouTube? Did I switch logins or something? Um... Yeah, it won't let me... It's not letting me paste the link. Error, try again. Let me try and grab it from the Discord. It, it always lets me do this. Is it too long? There we go. What? Yeah, it's not letting me... There we go. I got it. It's in chat once. YouTube is being super funky. I don't understand. It's like not letting me type. Okay. There should be a link twice in the chat. YouTube chat's acting kind of funky. And then live redirect should take you over. Okay? It should take you over to the stream. Just stay in the chat. Uh, There should be a pop-up that says, do you want to follow the live redirect? Just click yes if you see that pop-up and come with us. Okay? You can come laugh at my pain um, in... In Dark Souls uh, 3. That's the Dark Souls? I know, that's where we're going. That's where we're going. So use that link to go over to the first edition of From Friday. Alright, I'll see you guys over there.